Oi, oi, and welcome to a very special interview episode of the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and as always, my good friend, South Stand Chum, the one, the only bearded legend, Mr. Paul Levy. Thank you very much. Great <laughs> intro. Bonjour, everybody. This is a <laughs> podcast first for us. We're very honoured to actually be on location, I think is the correct terminology yeah. in, the, in the media world. Uh, we're actually interviewing our guest for the very first time in the comfort of his very nice home, actually. Um, <laughs> we're delighted to welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast uh, for the first time, Matt Baldry. So welcome, Matt. Thanks for, Thank thanks for having Good us. Good evening, everyone. Um, so kicking off, you know, uh, straight into it, I suppose the, the first question, starting at the beginning, as we always do, as people that are familiar with our interviews will know, how did you get into football? How did, um, how did your really, how did you really simple really my dad is a football addict so he was like a player a good level in the academy I went there on and um, he got he was playing playing manager and I grew up and I think two days after I was born I was already on the <laughs> uh, around the stadiums and then my brother going to it and I follow and that was simple as this how high a level has your brother got to uh, my brother Went in the academy till the under twenties, and then he played in a French, what you say, fourth division, fourth or fifth division. Okay, it's pretty decent then. Yeah, yeah, so yeah it's, it's a good player, fair yeah. standard. But he did like, he had like bad injuries. Okay. So. So then, what age then did you think? Oh, I could be a footballer. Like as as a profession, did you think this could actually lead me somewhere uh, where I could play as a living? Well, I think it started when under six, when I was sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, where I start being quite rated in my academy and I was close to um, close to the French youth team setups. So I was that starting taking it really seriously but my parents were always like really keen on me trying to carry on at school and, yeah. and do well and I saw I was carrying both at the same time. It was not easy because I was doing quite high curses and it was it was difficult to do both at the same time but I think so academically you were yeah, quite strong. Yeah, yeah, I was I was quite guy. good. So like some of the players are more like I've uh, it's different in France but I'm more ad- adapted um school times and that but I was doing the normal school from eight to five and then I was going to training from five thirty to seven thirty, come back eight, so nine. That's a long day. So, yeah, so it was long oh, yeah. days and that. And I've been missing on stuff like the FA FA Youth Cup where the manager had the idea to go like one week away like I couldn't do it because I had like exams and that so but my parents were like really like strict they say you can do whatever you want but you need to go till there's um, a kind of like degree like when you're 18 so I had to go till then and then make a decision but so that was it Okay. And then were you always a centre back, or did you start in another position? Because most uh, of the players we speak to start yeah, yeah. Starts playing somewhere else. Yeah, when I was a kid, like my little like local team, I was striker, scored lots yeah. of goals. Got in the academy, and every year I was dropping like one position, <laughs> so I end up centre back. But the closest I've been it was like really centre midfield, and then when I was sixteen, I just started playing centre back. Because you didn't have to run around as much, you could kind of like, yeah. I don't know. Out. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got the height for the centre back position, arguably. Yeah, I'm not the biggest. I'm like what, six foot two, but um, yeah, I enjoy it here. Like, I feel like I see myself a bit as a quarterback, so I like it to from the back and see everything. Yeah, and yeah, I enjoy it. I, w- I would, I would have liked to play probably midfield, but because I've played so long at centre back, is yeah. it's difficult. It's a totally different position and that so 
and a lot more to learn yeah. with it as well. Yeah. So, okay. So, as as a a young a young guy in France, who were the players that you used to look up to then? Um, well, we all love Zidane from <coughs> since 1998, of course. Of course. But um, <coughs> uh, we were lucky to have like a great defense in the French national team with like Laurent Blanc, Desai, and they were the one, especially Laurent Blanc. Like, when I was young, like people would just compare me to him because he's he's quite easy on the ball and. He, yeah, calm and that. so I I really liked him then growing up I, I loved the Premier League so of course I was watching Rio Ferdinand uh, John Terry that was when I was growing up and that's it really mm. Cool so do you did you support an English club or were you just generally No, no I don't support anyone if I'm honest I'm not, I'm not this kind of I just I feel I support good players so wherever they are like, yeah. it's bad but I like uh, I like good football so I'm on depending on who plays the best football I will support this team um, I had my local team that was in second division when I was in the academy so that was the team I support and now I just I just like to watch good football so then your first professional club was it Troyes? Troyes yeah oh, I'm glad I said it Troyes 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 so you broke into their first team yeah I got I went down there like I was yeah eighteen, and a year or two years later, I started playing professional in the first team. Um, but when I did my first full season, we got relegated, and so I there was like a bit of change, new chairman, and that. So they already, so they told me like, <laughs> um, if someone come get you, because I was young and I played, yeah. and I saw you can go, and. Um, I went to Leeds at the trial for yeah. like two weeks. Was supposed to sign there with Simon Grayson. With Simon Grayson, yeah. yeah. What happened so, there? Um, so basically, when I come back and they asked for like, too much money for a young players like like me, like, so they were asking ridiculous money because they because they saw Leeds big club, England, <coughs> yeah. which that like, in France is known for the money. So they were asking ridiculous money, and and I was like, but it doesn't make sense. That's not. But so they owed me back and. I had to, to go back there, um, but I missed all pre-season because of all this. And when I come back, I got got injured by injury in my hamstring, and I missed six months. And um, then at the end of the season, they say, "Oh no, you can go." And I was like, "Oh, jeez, for that." <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, but I was still under contract. So, but they say like, so they say we didn't appreciate how you acted when you wanted to go to Leeds. So. Um, no, you won't play for us. So I just carry on there training. And in December, I had, uh, in January, I had the opportunity to, to go and travel to Bournemouth. Yeah. And I went there and um, st- really it's going really well. And I bought Eddie, I was there. And he just left midway through my travel to sign to Burnley. So I had to wait for another oh, manager. No. But um, yeah, I ended up signing there and was happy. Yeah. Yeah. Came off good, and then you had Dagenham and Redbridge as well, no? Yeah, because so I went. I did. For like I did. Years, you? Yeah, like, I did the six off. months there. Um, then we went in a playoff semi final, lost in penalties. Then the next year, uh, where I started really playing, same I got injured, same hamstring and struggled to go back to come back, and I missed about three four months. And when I come back, the manager say to me like, "Oh, just go get some game time." Um, so I went Dagenham for two for one month at the start. But when I was there, the manager that was at Bournemouth got sacked. So a new manager came in that I didn't know really. So I just 
finished this. It was there were one month left. That Dagenham finished there, and then that was it. Mm. Was that under John Still? Yeah, John Still. I loved it. It was the football. Like I didn't really enjoy it, but I think yeah. it made me f- a better player because it was like I, that's a f- <coughs> my first really experience of playing week in week out in League Two, and I think it brings something more to my game. I think. So it was it was interesting. I loved the character of like John Steele. He was great. He was so good with me. Like, so and I, I and can that, imagine he's like your dad, and he takes you under his ring and yeah, he wants to treat oh, you was, well. He was unbelievable. He was. Like, <coughs> I went there. They were like um, bottom last. It was like six points from safety, and there was like about eleven games left, and uh, we ended up like being safe like three games from the end. Wow. So it was like we had like a promotion form and from this eleven game. So he was really happy and he was also good with me. He was like um, my missus was still living in Bournemouth, so he was like, if we win, um, I say, oh, can I go back here this weekend? I say, yeah. When do you want to come back? So laughing, I say like Thursday, and he was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> if we win, like you you come back Thursday. And I was like, oh, it's fine. I can't go train with Bournemouth. He was like, no, nah, don't worry. You do what you want. If you want to train, you do train. Nah. But yeah. if we win, like, you can come back Thursday. And he was like this, but it's just... So you said it for a was, laugh and he actually yeah, said, like, yeah, he was right, just, yeah, yeah, right. And he was just... Yeah, he tripped me really well. And at the end of the season, he had like a man. And I was, I was thinking going to play for him because you've seen so many players that went for him and, and got um, a move. So I was like thinking, yeah, I might do it. And then Leighton came and it was just no-brainer, really. Yeah. So that happened on at the end of June 2012. Yeah. So just before the Olympics started. Um, how did how did you, how did you the Orient signing come about then? From nowhere, really. So I was talking to a few clubs, like Dagenham was one, a few, like, a few more like, than seen me playing um, in League 2 with Dagenham because that was the first really exp- uh, week-in, week-out I had in England and um, yeah like my agent said like, they've seen you like, play with Dagenham so Russell said want to meet you so I went to meet him and he was great so that was it so what were your first impressions of Russell like I get it seems very similar to John Still in, t- in terms of his management I was just yeah, yeah I think yeah. he's just like, man school and really like, yeah man management when you just get to like this person and want to play for them yeah. and when he spoke I, remember, I was in his office and that and he was speaking that were really enthusiastic about what he wanted to do and stuff. So, yeah. So he was a big factor in you signing Orient? Yeah, yeah, but at the club as well, because I think I, I played for Bournemouth um, as one one of the game, one of my first game in England, I played at Bournemouth when we won 3-1. And um, I remember it was Tuesday night and the atmosphere was nice, like the stadium. And I, I don't know, I had a good feeling about it. And it was, it was London as well, so... My wife that works in banking was he was perfect, okay. and the manager's yeah. talking to me, League One. So I was like, yeah, I've got to do it. Wow, lovely. And did you know any of the players when you signed for the club? Uh, Michael Simon signed at the same time as me from Bournemouth, so oh, okay. He's the one I knew, and then, and then when I moved, uh, Gary Sawyer signed at the same time as me, and was my roomie from first day, and we just got close in it. So that was great. And obviously everyone has like an, an initiation song when yeah. they join Orion. It's quite a famous thing that yeah. the club do. So we do ask everyone. So what was your... Um, that was a French song. I think Romain said I that think, well. Yeah, I think Romain had a French song as well. Yeah, Romain no, did. he did the French national anthem. Did he? I did yeah, he? I did a proper French song. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, it's a song that say, um, 
uh, basically target the moon and, uh, and stuff like so it's like a yeah um, go on you know you want to give us three lines a motivation on. like a, okay a song and a, so okay that was it, what it was okay sounds good we'll let you off we've asked everybody else for a rendition of their songs so. Yeah. <laughs> um so your first full season with with us was the 2012-13 season um, as you quite quite rightly mentioned, there was quite a few. There's an influx of players at, at, at your time as well. Nathan Clark and Lloyd James were two, two, what turned out to be big names. And obviously, as a centre back, um, being paired with Nathan Clark, yeah. what, what was that like? What were your first impressions of him? Because he got made captain straight away, didn't he? Yeah, at first I was not really happy, like, but because <laughs> I signed and he was like the bench falling, um, Scott Cuthbert. So I was already scared, and I was like. Oh, it's fine. And Scott was injured, and he? he had the um, injuries in his hamstring. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, it's fine. Like, so when I was talking to Ross, we were like, yeah, you're going to play. Like, I went a week later, there's like Nathan Clark, the sign, centre back and captain. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so, but he, he was a great lad, and you can see like, he's like trustworthy. Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, like you can trust him, like this guy. Yeah, he's yeah, just, yeah. He's like loyal, trustworthy. Yeah, he's a loyal yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. And even, no, but even on the pitch, like everything he does is like a serious guy. And so you you know what you're going to get from him. And he's calm. And yeah, like, well, he's part of my little group. Like, we're, I'm really close to even now. And that, so he's done very well up at Bradford, Bradford, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's done great. And I think it's great for him and his family. So yeah. I think it was hard for him. And he was coming here like every Thursday, like because Jonesy used to live like one door for me. Oh, did he? Wow. So um, and Clarky was living in a dig like, at Square Cashkit's house. House yeah, in Chigwell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, Clarky was coming every Thursday. So we had like Thursday night boys' night. Oh, was that there? Yeah. Okay. So I was just there. So we are going, and it's it's, it's great. Like we are, everyone's coming. Like Gary Sawyer, like Scott Cuthbert, and we are playing darts and like watching golf and just it's like. It was a, a nice good, good time, that nice group, and yeah. got really close and um, came to my, my stag do and my wedding. And so it's just, we just, that was a great season. Even other than these people, other than this little group and that, Lloyd, Lloyd James, like, I'm really close to. Other than this little group, like we just had the bond that like, was a team, and, yeah. and it was just, it was just great to have. And you don't really realize at the time. When you got it, but it's now that like, you realise that what you've had. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's difficult. You don't know what you've got till it's yeah, gone. Sort yeah, of exactly. Thing, till yeah. It all has to. Everyone has to move on. So, do you remember your debut for Orion? Because because we we haven't got it listed, so we we haven't got it noted. Yeah. Do you remember who who your debut was against? I think I scored on my debut. We got you down a score in your first league goal. Oh, no, 24th of November two thousand twelve. Yeah, but I had two debut in it. I feel like I had two debut. I started. When I went there, um, Russell went out in training and said, like, I think you can play midfield. And I was like, I never play midfield. <laughs> say, I think you can play midfield. you got everything to play midfield. And I was like, all right. So he started playing me midfield. And I played my first game at Charlton in the um, Carling Cup um, away. And we won on penalties. And I scored in the, um, I scored the equaliser. Okay. So that was my first game, first goal. So it was all good. Okay. And then I played a bit of midfield. And then I think he ended up when we lost against Everton. So Everton when we were 4-0. So I played midfield and then after just... They were, next, they were next in the cup, weren't they? Yeah. After Then we, after Charlie, we made yeah. some change and I never played midfield again, again. for Russell. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Whoops. then I had to wait for about 
till November to get a game at centre back. Yeah. So I was getting a little bit impatient and that. But he came and then mm. that after I played till the end of season and we went from like we just I was mad in it from from then that like we mm. just we just went so close to the playoffs. So that was the start really of the that's a building for next se- for the season that came after because from I think from this January to the next January it was just yeah we yeah. went for a year with the a very form, very good yeah. very good form well we're going to say from that January we saw another Zuzi got re yeah. by Russell and Vincelo yeah. yeah. so how important was Remain to you obviously as a fellow French speaker I asked him to sign someone else who could speak the lingo <laughs> no because we didn't really speak in, uh, French together Right. Uh, we had this stuff where we keep we try to keep English in front of people and that. And to be honest, it's uh, it's um it's weird because since I'm in England, I've never been with a Frenchman really. Well, a little bit um, just for a little period in Bournemouth, but the rest of the time I've been the only French guy, and I just got used to it. Yeah. And it's just no, it's just natural, and just not to speak French. It's just. To, to just switch to speak French to someone else is just weird and so we just speak English all the time really together and like, we, we get on together and, and I still speak to him but um, the fact he was French really don't, don't really Made change anything to me like. yeah. so yeah so we nearly made it to Wembley in the Johnson Paint Trophy, yeah. Um, but unfortunately we conceded a late goal, which we were at one end, and that goal happened right at the other end in the yeah. ninety. Yeah, it was like fourth like, like minute, kick literally game. last kick of the game. That was that was really bad. Was it quite hard to take that? That um, was, yeah, given how it, we battled so yeah, much in that game. Yeah, it was. It was, and I didn't really have a, had a good game on that one. So yeah, even more. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't have a good game and I was like, Wembley. Even if it's GPT, it's not, the GPT basically is just going to Wembley, really. Yeah. The, rest, the rest yeah. of it is just... It gives Wembley. League One and League Two clubs the opportunity yeah. to play at so Wembley. So the rest yeah. is just... So yeah, I was guided and the chairman had already give us the... Like, if, you, if you go to Wembley, we go to Vegas. Vegas. So yeah. everyone yeah, yeah. was guided. <laughs> well... But, Plus um, against our arch rivals as well, arguably. Yeah. Because a lot of our fans kind of yeah, have yeah. moved yeah. that way. From yeah. Leighton and Walthamstow, they've moved out on that, yeah, that yeah, main yeah. road there. Yeah, there's a big rivalry, isn't it? Yeah, there but, is a big um, rivalry there, yeah. Yeah, like, I'll, I'm just like, I'm gutted, you know, but I just, I still enjoyed it because I like when there's these games are like when there's like great atmosphere on <laughs> it, yeah. so. We packed out that away and that yeah, much no, I do yeah, remember. I remember that. it was a good, good atmosphere. Yeah, terrible chip shop nearby. Because <laughs> like you said, we went on a run from January and had a really strong finish to the season, didn't yeah. we? So we finished seventh in the league just outside the playoff places so a really good end to the season so did you feel that you had a good first season were you happy with the progress you had made in the team that year uh, yeah I was quite I was quite happy I, the only down on that was just I started playing in November when I wish I had yeah. started a bit earlier but yeah I was yeah I think it was well I'd be guided to not make the playoff but on the hand that we came from really far, and we came from. Yeah. I think we were really in relegation. Don't know one point. Yeah. I remember the Shrewsbury game, like. So, we come from far, and like, we knew if we kept we kept this team together, we could do something something good. Uh, the season's coming, so you end up a bit guided, but you're full of like, yeah. So you came back in to pre-season. Yeah, 
raring to go essentially yeah and I think everyone had like this kind of this in their head when they come back and uh, yeah, I think we can do something this season yeah yeah absolutely um, so did you have any idea that that season the 2013 and 14 season would be as successful as what it was um, in my head I thought we, we could do something we could make the playoffs yeah. um, I didn't expect us to start like, the way we started so like, yeah so we won the first yeah. seven games with seven but, um, wins we knew like if we win if we would be a bit lucky because we didn't have a big big squad we just had like what certain foreign starters really so you're thinking if you if you're lucky you'll be with injuries and that you keep everyone fit I think we'll go a chance and I think that's what happened maybe a bit at the end of, towards the end of the season is we had a few injuries yeah. a few people missing out and so it got a bit harder towards the end of the season but mm. it Overall, it was a good season. But to start off, have you ever started off a season where you won so many games on the bounce uh, in your career? I, yeah, I had it. Because like, it was a record for the club. I had it in France, like, but not as much. Like, it was six, okay. games, six games in a row. Because winning breeds yeah, confidence. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. there must have been yeah. like the most absolute buzzing dressing room pre-match. Everyone going in thinking, we're going to turn yeah. them over. Not even thinking, all right, we can see the heads drop. Yeah, but we had this season, didn't it? So after <laughs> it's like how you manage it and yeah, how you manage expectation, or or you keep everyone going, and or you or you keep going when you lose the first game. What yeah. do you do? Do you just change everything you've been doing, or you just you just carry on exactly the, the same way? And I think that's what um, Russell's been good. I think when we lost this game, I think we just there's no panic. We just carry on doing what we're doing. I think you could tell, like you mentioned it before, the team spirit and the bond between the players. It seemed like it was really close. Russ yeah. seemed like he'd done a really good job in integrating. Oh, don't get me wrong. There was like characters in there. So, like when we're not friends all the time, and on the pitch, like we had an argument. But I think everyone was ambitious and everyone wanted to win. And there was like there were some characters really. So there was a bit a few a few scrapped in training and that. Yeah, but yeah. So we a few arguments, but it was all good because we wanted to win it's healthy yeah healthy so uh, the basis of that season really was the defence obviously Jamie Jones in goal and then that back four which is pretty consistent of Omazuzi yeah. left back you and Clark centre backs yeah. and Scott Cuthbert who played right back so what what made that defence work so well because essentially you had a right back playing as a left back yeah Omazuzi got yeah. Cuthbert who's a centre back playing yeah. at right back so how did yeah, Gary Soy as well played left. Soy as well, as well yeah. I think got a bit overlooked by like, He did get a bit yeah. A bit of like, later Iron fans, I think. A lot of, but Especially the season after, I'd say. Like, yeah, more but, so, yeah, I'd say more so the latter. But um, what's good is like, um, like I said, we are, we are quite close in it. So, if you see like this four, back four, back, uh, with a goalkeeper, we still see each other now. So we are about, about the same age. Like same ambition and characters, because we we argue, even with friends that like we argue like quite a lot, and especially with Sky and because uh, he's a bit Scottish. And so <laughs> sometimes I got to got to have a dig. Yeah, yeah. but so yeah, but it was uh, it was all good and like uh, yeah, we just I think everyone knew was it what what they had to do and everyone was like um, the focus and just yeah like to keep going. You know what I mean? Just, when it get tough and you need a bit of characters and I think, yeah. I think everyone was quite strong mentally. Did yeah. you have any highlights from that season 
like we'll come to the playoffs and the player final in a bit, but I mean there were some amazing games like Brentford away oh, where yeah. we beat them in front of the sky cameras. Yeah, I love, I love Brentford away, I think it's I, I, I enjoy that game. Um I think we do as well. Um, secretly. Yeah. Um <coughs> Wolves away and if it was just a draw. Got you scored the yeah, equal, I didn't scored you? Yeah. so it was like great experience Mourinho's atmosphere was great. Um, wasn't it like boxing was it like it was around Christmas time and I think we yeah. took about two and a half three thousand there didn't we yeah, yeah, it took was, a lot of people for the yeah. time of year we took yeah, a lot of people it was, great. It was a lot there um, we had Port Vale at home 3-2 Lisby last minute yeah. goal yeah Colchester we, we yeah. won as well in this run yeah, all these games like when we did this run that was great um Plus Colchester, another rival, local yeah. rival for us. Yeah. So it's always good to get one. Peter Barrow away in the league where we went the goal down um, and we beat them 3-1. Mooney scored There's like two games like, um, like Gillingham when we battled him out. Was it 4-1? 5-1 uh, with that 21-goal yeah. yeah. pass or something ridiculous. So, like, That's still one of my favourite all-time This game, uh, MK Dunce, even the last game of the season, 3-1, yeah. we battled him there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, were yeah. We, were we were away. Yeah. We were there. So it was a good season, yeah. It was mm. a great season. Unbelievably, though, we uh, we finished third. So yeah. with a points total of eighty six, which any other season would yeah. take you up automatically yeah. by a mile. But obviously, Wolves I think right. broke their Brent, points record. Yeah. I think Brentford broke their points record yeah. as well. So we had to settle for third and just finish. An, bit of an injustice, I thought, for us to finish third. We'd been top two for about I don't know five out of the nine yeah. months, six out of the nine months. I thought was a bit yeah. Like bit I said, we we dropped a little bit in, towards the end of the season, didn't it? Um, we ended up drawing games we should have won probably missing the, so and Brentford and Wolves were like big squads and yeah. so it make a difference I think the, the for me a big turn and was the games against Brentford at home I think we yeah. still had a chance there if we won that one but it's 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 it is I think it was uh, it's just unlucky we had, uh, it was a strong season yeah. where there's this two strong teams and that so but I think we we give our best and I think uh, overall I think everyone enjoyed the season so yeah and it got well we, we had the playoffs yeah. so we got yeah. Peter Burrow in the semi-final yeah. so we had the away game remember much about the away game yeah <laughs> I think they scored um, was it 1-0 yeah they away. scored 1 it was offside as well yeah. yeah they scored quite early on about 10 minutes in yeah. longer was like a mile offside but, yeah. it, but it stood he was and I listened to our interview with Dean Cox this morning yeah. and he said that he remembers speaking to you and you said yeah yeah he's offside miles offside because yeah, Dean said that he was quite far away and even he could tell yeah I remember that but the referee and the people that make the decisions that's football isn't it but yeah same I really enjoyed this two semi-final I played against um, yeah some Balonga and uh, great striker and uh, I enjoy that more than anything I, I prefer than just battle and and there's a team that are not great team. I prefer to play against like people that challenge me and I love these games against people like Asumbaranga when we played Brentford when we had them um, play against Donaldson or Greg was there. Yeah, we'll Greg, yeah. Um yeah, I think it's it's just the better players yeah, you step up for the challenge just, mentally, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Okay. So we drew one all, we brought them back to Brisbane Road for a very tasty end. Uh, to the season um, for me one of the standout nights of my life in, yeah. in football terms um, absolutely amazing but what was it like as a player yeah it was quite tense at times I don't really remember much of the game really okay. this one yeah I think it should be uh, cloudy in my in my mind and I, 
all I remember really is that after the game and just oh the last goal like when we all jumps and yeah it was just yeah great atmosphere to just share with everyone like this I think I had my family over so it was great jump like to towards them um just with a fan after when we went up the balcony and stuff it was yeah. just all the pictures comes up every time on my um on your timeline time no hop timeline like, yeah yeah like, so it comes up like every summer and I'm like oh no <laughs> but it's only just come up on yeah, mine just, as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah like, it's tragic it's quite a sense game wasn't it so it was nil nil at half time then Dean Dean had that free kick free kick and he just down scored down back to Dagnall scored yeah and I remember it's the bad. fourth time whistle went as a fan and we were thinking, oh, maybe we'll do a pitch invasion. And then the fourth time, Wilson went in, and everyone, everyone's everyone, and I'm, and I'm still sat in my seat thinking, do you think it's all right if we go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, I don't know if I can go on or not. I was like, yeah, I don't want to get arrested or anything. But then they came to a point where there was just like literally 1,500 people on the pitch, and I was just like, yeah, oh, I'm, 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 I'm going on. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a picture, a very famous picture of an old couple. Yeah, with holding hands. hands. Yeah, 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 sadly he that passed. Sums, but is it? that sums up a bit the club in it. Yeah. Yeah, that everyone can enjoy it and it's for everyone of all ages. Yeah. But um, okay, so we made it, we beat them. Um, best night for a very long time. We made it through to Wembley. Um, from what we understand when we interviewed Russell, though, he kind yeah. of had an idea of how he was going to set everything up. And you went to Wembley before the day yeah. to have a look round and get that out of your system. What yeah. was that like stepping through as a, someone that's going to be right? Well, I'm going to be walking on that for real soon. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was great, but I'm not really that one of these people that just, uh, you know, what I mean, they're just You're not phased. Um, yeah, not um, just idolize like football stadiums and that. But I think probably because I'm not I'm not English, so Wembley doesn't yeah. mean to me what it means to. Doesn't have the same connection. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have the same connection. So when we went to visit, it was a big stadium. Yeah, I've been in big stadiums. It's fine. It was it was nice. But it was on the tailor where it was for me it was make a big difference okay. when you had like your family around and yeah. the meanings of the game. I think if I would have gone for the GPT, it would have really been really the same. But the meaning of the game, I remember uh, before the game we had this song all season, the same song, Avicii song, and we play it every before every single game all season. That was your game just before to go. And this time now when they put it at Wembley, like when they put this song before the game, I remember I wanted to cry. I just I got so emotional like, just because I was looking around we were in this Wembley Wembley change rooms and you look around and you just see like, your mates but they're not full, like they're not a teammates they're your mates so you're there you're looking around and you've got all your friends around you look at your manager he's been great to you you look at everyone all the staff and you were really close and I knew I had my family outside I knew there was like a lot of people and I just got emotional you know what I mean like you feel like yeah, yeah. you've gone through a journey and you're there like, it's the last 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 time you might play with these people, most most of them because we didn't know what's gonna happen. So you're thinking maybe like you're never gonna play with these people again. Now your friends and you got this song you had all season remind you all the journey you've been through, and it was just it's just unbe- unbelievable feeling. Yeah, so yeah, the, just walking through. It. I, I would love to experience that, but yeah. sadly never will. Um, yeah. So first yeah. half, first half was like a dream half really. Yeah. Played well. Uh, Mo scored an unbelievable goal. Yeah. I love that guy so much. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I love him. Such a nice guy. I still speak to him. He's Do just, you? He's so nice. He just so humble. He, but... he had his playoff, like, and I got when I I got signed to Doncaster. He just start like like text me and I just to congratulate me and say like we need to catch up and 
he's just that small in it. It's like it's going to be in the Premier League, and it's just stays the same. Mm. Like it's just it's just gone through like um, do everything the right way. He could have gone from probably from Leighton to go to Premier League and not play there. He's gone step by step. Yeah, and he's done great. He's done it well. Yeah, yeah. he's made the right steps at the yeah, right time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's that's all credit to him. So we went two 0 up in the first half, as we, as as you said, yeah. St- um, Steve Mo scored a great goal. Yeah, uh, got, second, got the second. So half time, I guess it was looking like. It's quite a dangerous scoreline to go in at half time, that, yeah. though, to an extent. Well, isn't like, it? You, you can't stop by thinking like you've done the hardest, innit? So, yeah. all the all the games, like, really, I felt like I was in a, in a little bubble, like, you know, when you just concentrate and everything is, you can see everything's happening and everything is going to play through, like, everything is going fine. And, you know, I was <clears> enjoying, like, this game so much. I've been, I enjoyed, in full game, I enjoy it so much that I'm, I haven't been, like, tetanized by it. You know when you say like oh I can't I couldn't enjoy it. I really enjoyed it and I looked around I looked at the stadium I was just enjoying being here and then I think we're playing really well and everything was going fine and you come back at in the change room at two and you say that's not finished now but in your head you're thinking especially with the prestation like how you play in the first FC you don't know what's how something can happen to you it's not possible you you feel so much under control and. Um, and we were, it's not really a case like I don't think it's a case where we just dropped and we feel overconfident. I think we carry on doing the same. I think it's just I felt we've been unlucky this game. Just as he said, pieces and then go from nowhere. But it's not a case like, where it just died. Like just it was just one way like game in second half and we we still playing. We carry on the same. It's just two goals that just came from nowhere really. Well, Alex Revel, a blessing, and and <laughs> I, I've got. I've, been in t- we've been in touch with him as well won't ever score another goal like that no, ever no. again and not many players will ever score a goal like no. that again but Jamie Jones that mistake he made by fumbling let them almost back in because it gave them that confidence like right guys we've got a goal back because that's what their manager probably said get a goal get an early goal calm down calm yourself down a bit get an early goal yeah. and then that puts you in a bit of contention because then you've only got one goal to get and yeah, but two one. Yeah, if he world. doesn't score from forty goals, like two one, I feel under control. They're never gonna score again. Yeah, I mean, he was at that second goal. They had nothing. It's a world they had exactly. They had nothing really. No yeah. chance. No. And you're thinking. You... Oh, was, yeah. As soon as he hit it, because we were like the other end, you could just see the the, the direction. Just, yeah, the direction on the ball just taking it straight in. It's fair play to him, and it? it just popped yeah, up course. with something. But I didn't think he had a sniff in the rest of the game, so it's a bit harsh to take. And it was harsh enough. Just, uh, yeah, it's it just was I, harsh. I'm, I'm always thinking this. Everything happened for a reason, so it's just it's just something happened. So the rest of the game goes on. Yeah. Gets to full time, tour, yeah. extra times played. Both teams look quite tired. I think Cox interviewed him said he had to come off because he was being ill. Yeah. Nisby said he was absolutely knackered. Um, but we looked the better team. But the match actually finishes to all. Yeah. And obviously goes to penalties. So. At what point did you realise you were going to take a penalty? Because Russ said when we interviewed Russ, I think he said we didn't actually practice penalties. Unless he's... Yeah, he's lying. He's lying. Took... <laughs> 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 like, we took practice, like, I think, every session, yeah? For Fine. 10 days. So you've been practising, so yeah. did you... Cheeky. That's what, like, that's what killed me, really. That's what... I don't think we should practice penalties. I've took, on the training, I've took the same penalty every day. So the, the goalkeeper knew what we haven't got going. And I was taking the same way every time. Same... Every time, every time, every time, scoring and I was doing fine. And then when I come to the middle, so 
when we, but I didn't know I was going to take one really. And when you do the numbers, people were tired. People don't like to take penalties. So yeah. I had to make the numbers really. I had to take one. So I said, that's fine, I take one. And then when I got there, I was forced in the three first one. So goalkeeper went the side where I was supposed to go. He didn't jump, he didn't, he right, didn't right. once the other side. He went three times. And I was thinking, my, he's going to go again. Like, he's just going one side. So I was thinking, do you just change and take in the middle? My other option was to smash it in the middle. But I was like, I've been practicing every day like, to take it on the right. If I change now and I miss it, I would feel like a right dick, you know? <laughs> Sorry. That's right. No, it's all good. So, <laughs> so, Cover your ears, kids. Yeah. So, um, so I was thinking that I've got to take it the same way. Like, and I took it and it just went really early and I didn't take I could have taken it better, but he, he went really early and saved it. So I was guided, but I don't know. I feel like I would feel more guided if I would have taken one and someone would have missed. So you didn't, when you got up, you didn't change your mind. You Like you knew the corner, yeah. you were going to hit it and then you I'm stuck to that corner. Yeah. So it wasn't like you ran up and no, got no. flustered. You knew where you were going to hit it yeah. and the keeper just went early to that yeah. side and got it. Yeah, interesting. But you, could, if you'd have gone the other way, he might have thought, actually, I've done three that way, I'm going to go the other way yeah. now, and it could have... Yeah, it's just how it goes, isn't it? Okay. So, um, obviously, your miss, and then I think they scored, and then Dagnall... Dagnall missed. Dagnall yeah. missed, and that was it. That whole season kind of hinged on literally a couple of penalties. Yeah. Um, what, what's what's the feeling? like? Oh, it's not great. You and Bob wouldn't keep sinking about everything, and obviously I missed the pen, so I feel like you don't feel great. Uh, you feel like you let down people and you feel you let down your fans, you let down your, your teammates, um, yourself, because I, my ambition has always been to play in championships, so I was so close. And um, But I've talked to I've talked to Gary today like, about him. Lo- so, yeah, yeah. lost He lost his playoff final. Yeah. And I said to him, I feel like you don't realise straight away, so you're disappointed, you're guide, but you don't realise straight away. It's like a couple of weeks later, a few weeks later, you, you just hate you, really. You're there, like, oh, I've been so close to get there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. at the time, I don't think I realised I was in a bubble and you're disappointed and that, but it's just after, you just massively hate you, like, a few weeks after. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, it only hit me at the first game of the following season, I yeah. went to Chesterfield. No, it hit me. That's it, when it hit me. It hit me when I got the fixtures. Yeah, I was in holidays yeah, yeah. and I've seen the fixtures, the game fixtures, and I've seen Rotherham game fixtures, yeah. and I was like, wow. I think their first game in that league was away at Derby. Yeah, yeah. And we were yes, to film that. I remember we getting to the stadium and it was like... That's what we were looking at, yeah. Always Leeds or something like that, a, a, a pivotal time, and it's just like, that should be us, but... Um, so yeah, go on. So you mentioned the fans. So after the match, you went to the pub. You went to the... So all the Orient fans were in the Green Man pub. Yeah. That was okay. So you actually went to the pub. Yeah, I've seen some people. My my family was there as well, so ah okay. So I've seen some people there, but yeah, you feel like you let down, like you feel like you let down everyone, especially straight after. after when you cool down, you're there. Mm, no, you took a penalty, but it doesn't make me feel better now. Like, yeah. People say, oh, you had like the courage to take one. It doesn't make me feel better. Yeah. Um, for myself, I feel, and I always need. I want to take responsibility of my destiny, so I prefer to take it myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm not a gambler, so I don't want to be some... It's weird, isn't it? But, yeah, yeah. So I prefer to... Um, 
But I'm, I'm, I was, yeah, I feel like I let people down on that. It's just everyone, you know what I mean? Like the chairman and that. I'm like someone that I play for, I like to play and feel I'm playing for something. I'm playing for someone, someone I believe. And I believe in this, in the club. I believe in the chairman. I believe in my partner and the manager. And I want, you know, when you want to do well for them and you feel like, oh, wow, like you just, just by missing this, even I feel like I had a good game I'd won probably one of my best games of the season at yeah. Wembley but this pen is just yeah it just okay. feels like a massive letdown really so then came the news that Barry Hearn who had long been courting people to, to buy the club off yeah. of him um, and little did we know. I don't know if you knew that the new potential owner no. was was in. The, so he kept his cards quite close to his chest. Fair yeah. enough. Um, so the new guy gets unveiled. Uh, obviously, a current owner. Um, he's got a few quid. He's not afraid to use it. Yeah. He's investing, and the expectations were quite high amongst fans. You know, we've got this new guy in that's going to take us to the next level. He said all the right things. Yeah. Um, what were the thoughts amongst the sort of playing staff when you hear that there's a new guy that's just come in and Yeah, I think it's weird. I was personally gutted because I really I really like Librarian. Yeah. I, I was when he went to Vegas we played I played golf with him and, and he was just a great character and he's just on but like I think he just summed up his club really like it was a family club and that and so I was a bit worried of what we're gonna get but in the other side, I feel excited because you feel like if there's a bit of money, like if it's well well spent, like you, we can kick on. And, and I've been at Bournemouth before, and mm. and with a bit of money, they've done really well, invested really well, and mm. done the right stuff. Even if at the start they got it wrong as well. What is it after the? Yeah, is it done it well and see where they are now? And you're thinking might be my my Bournemouth time that like, we can do probably the same now. Like. But now we know it didn't happen this way, so... Yeah. So, obviously, a lot of new signings came. Some big names like Darius, Henderson, yeah, McEnough, Lowry. Yeah. What are your impressions on the new signings? Did they fit in straight away or did they take time to fit in? Because, obviously, we had a real core group the previous season that had done really well. It's like yeah. it was a really strong unit. And suddenly, get these players and more money, or reportedly more money, probably well yeah. more money, come, come swarming in and take up some, yeah. you know, some first-team spots. Uh, so we start. Uh, I really, I really liked the, um, them. I think they were they were great, and um, it didn't work out. But I don't think it's just the case. Like you can't just go on and say, "Oh, that's because of the signings and that." I don't think it was this. It's. Um, I think we didn't have the right balance as as a team, and I don't know. It's it's hard to to know. Uh, Do you think that? The signing allowed him disorganise the defence a little bit because he started off at I think left back and then gradually he ended up being the centre back. back. I yeah. think Clarky ended up coming out yeah. at points and he got injured. Obviously he had Tessena who joined and then went straight in as a left back. Yeah. Uh, I Do don't know really, much? but it can't. It couldn't have happened like this year like we had before because we've been quite lucky with injuries, like I said, and that. So yeah. the back four play almost every game in the season. So we needed. We needed someone else, really. That's, but um, uh, we, it's not. I don't know. We lost a bit of like this balance where we are a bit 
always the same, you know what I mean? Where it's just... I don't think it happened a lot in your career where you've got this squad and you just feel like as a unit and you feel like there's a right balance yeah. and everyone is about really around the same age, get on everyone together and not that close. So you can't just say, oh, like, it's just something we had was really unique and like you can't just replicate that all the time. But something changed and then I think it's just like everything that was around that changed, like the yeah. atmosphere and... and that was the biggest difference. Okay, so yeah, what were your first impressions of the of the chairman? Did did he come and introduce himself? No, we never him? met him until. I think the first time we met him was when there was these rumours of um, of Russell was going to, to Cardiff. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the first time. Okay. So as a centre back, obviously I we haven't touched on it, but Jamie Jones was quite pivotal. Yeah. So as a centre back, when your goalkeeper moves, because he obviously went to Preston, is that is that hard to deal with a new keeper coming in as well? Um, so obviously, you had Legends and Woods both come in, and they kind of none of them really stayed their claim, did they? It was like Legends one week, yeah, Woods the other week. Yes, yeah, it's always difficult. Like you're losing big piece of like your your defence. I think Jonesy, um, I think is a great goalkeeper. So he got a move to big move to Preston. Yeah, big move to Preston, and I think. He was doing alright as well at Preston. Um, well, I think he's a great keeper, and you lose him, we had this like, understanding in that, so you need to build that with someone else, and and you need to be of time. Mm. But there was not much time. Yeah. So, so we, we didn't do too badly. It wasn't the best start, but by no means was it the worst start. I think, mm. I think Slade Teddy only lost a couple of games. Yeah. Beat Aston Villa as well, didn't we, in the League Cup? In the League Cup. So that was yeah. a good day away. Big scale. Yeah. That's why I'm always thinking. We got relegated for what two points? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it, wasn't, it was quite tight. I think I think Slade had set. I think we'll have, we 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 have kept a bit of stability, kept the same way. Yeah, two points. I think we get them. That's what Slade Slade said. He didn't think we would have gone back up. We wouldn't have got no, no, I don't think we, we made. We only made the playoff relegated either because we had. Yeah, but um, no, no way we should have been relegated. No way. No way. No. Obviously, it was a sad day with Russell. Left the O's, yeah. obviously. Um, did you get a chance to say goodbye to him when uh, he left? Or? No, I spoke to him on the phone. And when did I see him? Last time I seen him when we trained before um, Newport. We went to train a day at training gun. Oh. So I went up there in his office and just have a, a tea and that. So it was nice to see him. Really. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know that. No. Um, now, we then, we, we were actually there when Russell told post-match about him being given one game to save his job yeah. and all the fuss that went with that he then moves to Cardiff and then we get obviously a bit of a revolving door really yeah. of, of people that are taking charge of the first team Mauro Milanese was I think the first one yeah. to do that what were your initial impressions or, or overall thoughts of him not great no not, not just, impressed just no nah, I don't impress someone don't know where he was here really he was um, all the start when he was like sports director. He was just on his phone, like, not looking at every training session, and, and just, just yeah, I was I was not impressed at all with him. Okay. Was he like that as a manager? Like when you got the manager's job? Because I remember. No, that's what I mean. I didn't. Was not interested at all. Okay. And then then got the job and just start trying to look like he's interested. You haven't been interested for the last three months. Yeah. Hmm. But. I can't. It's a bit hard. Like, I've the first stuff he did is like I didn't play with him. 
Like, people forget I didn't play for about three or four months. Didn't get a game since when Nuge left. I played the game after and that was me, like, for three months, four months. Like, three or four months, didn't get a game. So I didn't... Even when Liverani came in, I would say to him, why am I not playing? Like, you've never seen me play, like. Yeah. Let's, let's never seen me play in a game. Like, don't tell me you watch games, that's not true. You didn't watch games. Like, I haven't played a game for three, four months. What did he say? Like, and I think if you're not happy, like, we just prefer like, other people. So that's why I nearly went to Pitobo. Okay. Yeah, so you ended up, you were trying to get Peterborough, right? And no, it, like, basically, that's why it was. <sighs> that is like, just the situation was so weird, like, when there was, like, Liverani and, like, uh, Mauro Milanis project. Because Mauro and Milanis was, like, manager. Then left the job and become back. That's where he was. Yeah. yeah. But that was a bit awkward. And he was translating what Liverani was doing, but Liverani was not speaking English. And my, uh, Milan is was his English was not great, so he was translating. Badly. But he's not, he's not even good, <laughs> and he was not interested. So he was, so Liverani was like talking for four minutes, and Mauro Milanese was like translating five words. Right. Okay. On the pitch and stuff. So we were like, yeah, there was a bit like this then. So as people talking, I don't know. It was that's the problem. Is like there was no like really. We didn't know what who was doing what, so that my loan was agree with. So they said to me for like two months, didn't get a game. And they said this for these two months, they say someone pay your wage, you can go. Or then someone pay my wage. Peter Abo, come and say like I want, I want to get you. We pay your wage. Alright, so it's agree. I'm going to Peter Abo. I'm going to Peter Abo. Sign the papers. Do the about an hour and a half, two hours tactic works with um, Ferguson, me in the middle of the team, <laughs> playing. So on, that must be on a Thursday. So we do an hour and a half like, for the next game, where it's me in center of everything. So, the, so it was basically it was showing me how they play. And, like, yeah. And then um, we do the session. Everything's going to be good and that. Uh, and after the session, I'm doing extras, and then um, someone called me and said, Good, see the manager. So I go in the manager and say, like, um, Later, no, I don't want you back. They say they didn't agree. They, they didn't agree. No, what they say is that Casper is, um, is ill or something, so you need for the weekend, but we send, you can go on a Monday. So I said, oh, All right, I was, I was great. Didn't get a game for three months, and now like, I'm going somewhere. They decide, like, they agree and disagree. So then I go there. And um, I go on a Friday, yeah, travel to Colchester the night before to Colchester. And um, when he gives a team on a Saturday, I'm not even in the squad. So I'm on the, I'm in a stand at Colchester. When he called me back because he needed me, I was supposed to go on Monday. So I'm, I'm not happy at all. And then on a Sunday, um, I call um, Maro Milanese and he say, yeah, it's fine. He said, Monday, uh, I make the most... Um, for you to go um, be trouble and that I said oh, okay fine no worries come on a Monday he's, he's sacked it's not here <laughs> so and the manager said look I want you to be back and play and then I play every game so it worked out well in the end we thought that was a bit of a weird situation That's as well strange. I, can't, I can't even imagine how that would be as a player to be in between the from, two clubs from to, like, till today I don't know what happened and I don't know who wanted me who didn't want me to play and who didn't want me to go do, I don't know, so I can't even say that. Maybe they say they say they never give me the um, authorization. 
so maybe it's just an understa- uh, misunderstanding. But it was it was weird and still from from no one I don't know because when I was talking to Milan, uh, Liver and he was the one telling me like if I'm not happy I can go alone. But then Mario Milan is gets gone and I start playing. So why is it because says what you need to say. Is, it, is it because they've seen a good team interested in me? This must be thinking. Oh, oh must not, be good. He's not that bad. Yeah. Why well, we should maybe I should have a look at him. Yeah. Because then after when I play, he was. Sometimes I had like niggles, I was like 80% and he wanted me to play. Um, Who's that, Leverani? Yeah. That Leverani? Yeah. Well, I feel sorry for him to be fair. He was he was not speaking English, none of the staff was really speaking English. Um, he had Mara Milan as translator at the start. No From really. what we understand, he wasn't the most stand up type of character from the yeah. court case. So it was, it was always difficult and the climate so, yeah. was already a bit yeah. negative towards um, <clears throat> having an Italian manager. So it was a bit difficult. Maybe if he was speaking English, maybe it would have been easier. Maybe there was been less misunderstanding. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, things that was hard. Was there any point in the season where you thought, I think we're going to get relegated here? Um, yeah. Yeah, there was. When you're thinking we're not good at all. Yeah. And then there's a period when we picked up a little bit, when we won a country. You're thinking, yeah, that's a great night. You're thinking, yeah, yeah, maybe, like we'd be alright, and yeah, just don't. It's same as a playoff, like really, it doesn't eat you till, till you're there swinging and looking around, and you say like you're going down when a horrible feeling when you're playing, because people say we didn't win the game, but we were winning the game, and when you hear like the fans singing, you're going down, and uh, I think everyone's kind of stopped playing in it. Yeah. But it was Does that actually affect the players? Oh, yeah, it affected me. I'm not lying, it just killed me. Because we were late because there was like the penalties with the goalkeeper, so we were about 10 minutes late, didn't they? Oh, that was right, because their keeper got sent off. Yeah. Remember, their keeper got sent off really early in the game. Yeah. James has a penalty. Yeah. 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 The yeah. goalkeeper That's went right. to warm up and that, so it was ages. Yeah. So we were about 10 minutes late from Colchester game, yeah. so they must have scored, I mean, been like 25 minutes left. And they hear everyone singing like you're going down and that and then everyone in the in the bench like just just looking down and you you we knew what was happening and it's just it's just so hard to go from there. Yeah. Because Colchester I think beat Preston to save themselves. Yeah, yeah. They beat Preston one 0 and Preston yeah. were trying to get into the automatic. Yeah, they went automatic. And Colchester too. were fighting relegation yeah. and Preston failed and Colchester won, which yeah. meant that we wouldn't have mattered what happened at Swindon. Yeah, yeah. Um I think the, I think the reason why the fans <coughs> found it so hard. I think the previous season had massively overachieved. Obviously, yeah. you almost got to the championship, and then yeah. the season after, just like that, relegated. Hangover with essentially more more money. Yeah, and the same squad. So, unusually, everybody was asked to carry on training for two weeks after the end of the season. Yeah, that's never happened before, is it? No, um, I think it was a sort of like punishment, really. So. Yeah, I wasn't really happy about that because people say, oh, poor footballer. And, uh, um, I got to come back. I never come back um, to see my family because we play at the weekend. It takes me, so I need three days, never get three days. So I didn't come back all season. And then my flight, um, I'm getting, I was getting married. So I had like, my honeymoon and my wedding. So I had only one week where I could come back. So I had my flight planned and couldn't go. So I went, end up went going 
two days in France. See my family for two days in a year. But yeah, I was not really happy because it doesn't really give people like here like to want to to stay to play for the club. Mm. Um, and it doesn't want it doesn't make like other people from the outside to want to come to the club. Yeah, it looks bad. It looks bad and it doesn't achieve anything. If you tell us you come back, we come back a week earlier for pre-season, that makes a bit more sense. You work a bit more for the... Yeah. But... Makes more sense to do it at the beginning than at the end when yeah. you're not playing for And anything. I think we all expected Liverani to get sacked straight after the Swindon game. Yeah. Because he, he'd done all right, but he didn't do that well and he'd yeah. never really got the fans behind him. Yeah. But I don't think he got sacked for like another couple of weeks. By that time, it was... We were already playing catch-up before... Yeah. The players have gone off. Didn't yeah. They? So then Ian Hendon gets appointed yeah. eventually, and he starts on. He started it uh, on the first of July. Yeah. What were your initial thoughts of Ian? Um, he what? called me. He called me in the summer and he said, um, "He said I want you here. I want you to be important in my team." And, uh, and I, after the season we had, I was like, mm, "If he's the same, I don't really want to stay." And he was like, "Nah, it's gonna be different." So I. Said, just come back and see. So when I come back, and he was different, it was different. He did a good job. He um. He did a good job, cause he was the atmosphere was not great. Yeah. Then was it toward the end of the season, and he just changed it around and put a bit of a. A bit of a lift, and it it was good. Like we we worked well to be fair, and then, we can see by the start of season really. That's so obviously he. He made you club captain yeah. again, which must have been a massive honour. So, yeah. did you know that was coming? Did, did he kind of pull you to one side? How did he tell you you were going to be captain for this season? Um, no. <laughs> um, yeah, that was during this when we went pre-season in Spain, and, and he called me and he said, oh, he, he called me like we had like one afternoon off, so I was playing golf, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and there were stuff next to us, and he called me and said, oh, um, I think we should do that. And I was like, all right, yeah, if you want. He was like, no, you tell me, you're just keeper. And I was like, mm, all right. Uh, no, not. Um, <laughs> they say, oh, but I think he knew you, Clarkie, um, wanted to, to go back up north and that. So he said, like, I want you to be my captain next and that. So that's where it was, really. And then, so, uh, that was it. Did you feel a bit intimidated by it? Because obviously Nathan Clark was a very... <laughs> vocal leader on the pitch and quite quite popular captain did Germany um, yeah nah I don't know it's weird because these people just expect you to be some to do some stuff yeah then I wanted to just stay being myself so I think I got being made captain because because I'm I'm quite driven I know what I want people like players will say I'm busy um, <laughs> but I'm quite ambitious and if something not good, like, I would tell you it's not good. Like, but I try to help it like, as much as I can. But I wouldn't change. And I didn't want to be this guy just shout for shouting or just um, move my arms around. And then um, when we lose, just to make people think in the stadium, mm. I've done more than the rest yeah. of the team. So I, I'm not that guy. I won't, I won't play games on, on social media. I'm just trying to do my best and trying to help um, my teammates. So if I feel like a teammates that can't handle to be shouted at, I won't shout at him. 
I won't do it because it makes me look better. Yeah. I won't do it. So different people need different ways of Different people. And I think Clark, he was different. People say he was vocal. He was not really vocal. People respected him because because he 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 was straight. He was doing his stuff. He was always you you knew what you were expecting from him. He was respectful of everyone and that's that's what it was really. And how hard was it then? Because obviously you had some really good mates at Orient, like you said, it was really close knit. And obviously in that summer I got Cuthbert goes Luton, Clark goes yeah. Bradford, Amazuzi goes Cambridge, Lisby goes, Mooney goes, yeah. Vincelo goes yeah. to Sawyer. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard because you need you got some bonds and you need to get um to know some some players and we had like different kind of players coming. We had a lot of young players. So it was different. I'd, I feel like I've tried to ha- to help as much as I could. I tried to be, um, but the problem is, when you get players, we got a lot of players, um, young, really young, and some that never play um, league football. League football. But they they're good. I I felt like they're good, but when you <coughs> bring people like young people and like this, and you want to give them time. I don't feel the way I give him time. <coughs> like, you need to, to accept that it's not going to be all perfect. Yeah. Like, but there's potential, so you just need to work on it. But it's, it's just bet- between your philosophy. Like, if you want to bring people, young players, and improve them, you need to be patient. If you want to, to get results straight away, you need to bring and people experience. people that already been there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So and I think it's harsh on the young ones as well to bring them and just expect that every time they're going to do everything great and they will do mistakes, and, but it doesn't matter if you carry on. But like we've seen that when when it's not when we had a few bad results, we've uh, been under pressure. So do you think that, well, obviously we won the first five games that looked like we were going to yeah. walk it. Do you think that maybe hindered us a little bit? Maybe the expectation went to yeah, yeah, Obviously, exactly. you had Shaw left back, yeah, like you yeah. said, was young. You had Essam, who was next to you, yeah. again from Lee, so maybe, yeah. maybe we started too well. No, we we started game. really well, but um, yeah, I think like because the expectation were like a lot bigger then, and people just expected, but it was not, it was never going to be that easy. Like, like I say, we had like, not a lot of people had like full season under their belt, and so we're going to have like up and down, and but I felt like the turn is like after this series like when everything is going well and it's easy but um, I feel like when we had start having like a bad few results and that then you can feel like the, maybe the manager was under pressure yeah. you know like the pressure was a bit more and then the, the that just goes to the players as well and you can feel it and I think we've just gone away from what we are doing and all the work that's been done on pre-season and staff season just just yeah just gone a bit and so obviously yeah McCallum got injured Cox yeah. gets injured James gets injured a little while Joby McEnough doesn't start for quite some time yeah, there was yeah. a bit of a fuss around why he wasn't being played when he was fit and then he wasn't fit and yeah. then it was because of this and that and the other yeah. there was a lot of nonsense yeah. going on at the beginning of the season yeah yeah but um, yeah till for long period, it was like it was, it was good, good to be around. And it felt like it felt like closer to what we knew and the atmosphere. Yeah. And then when you we had the results going a bit the the wrong way, like yeah, you can feel the pressure was back on. And, yeah. 
Yeah. There's a lack of consistency, I think. Yeah, we, we think win a game well and then end up losing a game or drawing a game we should have won and not yeah, putting chances like, away. It's, and it's what happens during the season, isn't it? Because <coughs> yeah. you carry on like this, like if you see how we ended up, like, we ended up like one place. So just a bit of patience and a bit of serenity, a bit backing up what's in there, yeah. what's what we're doing and just stay calm. And um, I think that's what's, that's what's been missing a bit this season. But... Yeah, we had people missing, and I think it's just, yeah, maybe like we we needed maybe one or two players to just replace them. Really, so we faded a bit, but well, we're still up and around the playoffs. We yeah, like what I'm saying is that I'm saying I think the the season when we got relegated, we should have never been relegated. I'm saying when this season. If we have been to the playoff, we have been a good season. I think we have. That was a lot. I of think fans. automatic promotion. I think was too much. I think we are not. Maybe in, maybe next year. Yeah. Like if we have carry on on the same stuff, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like people are being harsh. Like we are young players. Doesn't mean because we lose two games they're not good enough. Like they need to learn. Maybe the season after we have been like decent, but you can't expect just. People bring half the team that just um, young and and never played football league and just piss the league. That doesn't happen. Yes. That is, they've got potential, and I think some of them would be really good. Mm. But you just need to be patient. I think something that seemed to affect the team and the morale and the mood. I'm sure it did as a player. Yeah. Was the uh, hotel? Well, hotel gate. Or the Marriott Hotel. Yeah, that's the same. Like it's like serenity. Like, what do you because you lose a game? Like, what's what's this happening? Why? Why will you do that? It's just what good you get from it. So you need to just you need to just. It was consi- comical. You know, just need we need just need consistency. You know what I mean? Like, just uh, it, it was hard. Like. Yeah, I had them um, when when Bournemouth when. Um, in a playoff semi-final, this is something that just marked me. Is just um, they were flying staff season with Eddie, and then they start dropping a little bit. Same, they were in automatic promotion, and then they start dropping a little bit. And I remember one day on their way back from the game, they say they lost, and they say, "Well, everyone's out tonight. Everyone's out together. Say so we're going out when we're winning. Say so we carry like it's not yeah. because we lost the game. Like we changed nothing. Like even more like." We just get together and that sums up. It's just when you can't just because you lose one game just change try it. to change everything. Yeah. You just need to stability, go back to work and just work on what you're doing and do it, try to do it better, I think. Yeah. So this stuff was hard and then yeah, it was not easy on the families and that. Some people got kids and that, so it was a bit frustrating. If, if you get told, yeah, before and you can make arrangements, but people got families and kids and that. So it was not... It was not nice now. And it was just, we'd just been talking about this all week when we could have just focused on working and other stuff. So was it just a case of, I can't remember what game it was before, but you came out of that game and it was like, right, you're going here. Yeah, out away, pulled from, away like, on a Sunday. Yeah, well, we've been out. Away. We've oh, been out. Like we've, the, that was yeah. on a Sunday and we travelled on Friday. So we still already Saturday all the way up and then gone down. I've read people just say, oh, you poor them, they're in the nice Marriott Hotel. Come on. It's not the point, is it? No. And speaking of change, two months later, so from November, 
the January results were pretty inconsistent so it would be a win and a loss and a draw yeah. and then a draw and then a win and a loss and round and round and then we lost I think it was 3-1 at home to Exeter I think we missed two penalties I think yeah. Simpson missed two penalties in that match um, you, uncharacteristically uncharacteristically mm. and, he, and Ian Henley gets gets sacked by Bichetti yeah. do you think Henley was let go too early? Um, I think he should have been let work with more but I feel there's too many stuff happening around that. If you let left left him and give him a bit more like um, back back up less pressure that from um, let do what he was doing and just say come on you got two years just just work like yeah. do what you do. That's what because, he said in an interview. Because yeah, because I feel like this first five games we were playing away, and then because of the pressure now we're going to do something else different. Um, and I think maybe if he had been backed up a bit more like, be more like don't worry like, just keep doing what you're doing yeah. I think we he would have probably carried on doing the same way as he'd been doing at the start of season if yeah. you know if that makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah no, absolutely so um, Ian wasn't given any more time and quite widely known Kevin Nolan had been training to keep fit yeah, with the play with the club, um, he only lives up the road, so it obviously made made a bit of sense for him. Obviously, rumours started flying around. Oh, we're going to sign Kevin Nolan. He's going to join this. Yeah. He's going to do that and do the other. And you know, for a League Two club, having just come out of the Premier League, it was a bit yeah. audacious. But as it transpired, uh, there was interest on his part because he then became manager. Okay, yeah. So he got a bit of a head start, didn't he? Because he'd been training with yeah, everyone. Yeah. He knew people. What were your thoughts on on him being your your well as a player manager as it was? Yeah. It's unusual. Um, when he was there, like, we were like, and he was he was great. Like when he was training with us, and he was just bringing like, um, advice to your young lads, and he was great to everyone. <coughs> Evan Miller was asking like questions, and he was great. And Evan just training was like lifted a bit the level of like the training because everyone wanted to impress him. He's got this stuff about him when people want to impress him really, and. When he was mad, I was thinking, yeah, it's going to be good. I was thinking, and he can play, so he was like, really good in training. So I was thinking, yeah, it's going to be a plus in that as a playing. And, and Maja, because he's got this charisma by him, when people want to impress him and stuff. So, And he's got a lot of experience, so it can only be good. Yeah. And like, I think we need, like, to be fair, we needed a bit of a lift at this time. Yeah. So I think it was a bit of a welcome... It Welcome will, lift because it, he said people said, have said training intensified yeah. people up their game like you say to to impress impress yeah. yeah. he brought a lot of lot of goodness to the team as well yeah yeah and I think what was good with him is like he knew what he wanted to do, to do. Yeah. so he had like he had, he's got a certain way of playing he's got philosophy of of football and he just stick with it in the way he wants and when when you're struggling a bit that's or that's easier. Because you know exactly what he wants to do, so you just stick to what he say. And I think it works. Like defensively, we are really solid, um, and we we grinded some some decent results. Not one nils wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We'll take the pressure yeah. off and we'll come and hit you. Yeah, that was what he was in, insisting in. It's just to be like really solid, and and you you would you would score a goal. Seemed like he came in and made us hard to beat. Yeah, we are really hard to hard, beat. Hard, hard, yeah, I think like one of the comments he made was, "You've got a, a guy who scored twenty odd goals in a season, and you're not in a playoff or automatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So something's obviously not quite right somewhere. Yeah. So I think the first thing he did was tighten it up at the back, yeah. right? Yeah. But how do you change that then? How does that actually work that he's suddenly got the same personnel but we're just harder to beat at the back? Or what, yeah. what, what but I think there? it didn't come... I think it's more mentality. I think it was coming not only from the... I think it's a bit harsh when you concede goals and just to blame like the back four. Um, it's, I yeah. think it comes from everyone, the mentality, and I think then we had like all on midfield and everyone working really hard to get this clean sheet and then... Um, yeah, taking less risk and then the focus you put on set pieces so we were like really difficult to beat on them. Um, You're marking tighter. Everything, people, everyone everything picking up their was man. Like organised and I think it's just like on your mind all the time on the mind and people just became like a bit more ruthless and just when you know what they're doing and I think that's and then it works you get one clean sheet and just didn't believe yeah. in what you're doing and so you, you keep working because if you work really hard really hard and you concede two goals you're like, it's not worth it. it like you no know I mean someone bring you say like you do that you're gonna get a clean sheet but the first game you concede three goals you're like nah yeah, but don't believe you, in br- it. you bring that you say you do that you're gonna get a clean sheet the first game we get a clean sheet then you carry it you say that works what you say so you carry on doing stuff and you get another clean sheet and you say yeah so I think that's how it works and I think we are doing quite well and I, I felt frustrated when he, when he's gone when Kevin went yeah when he went really frustrating I mean, that seemed like a bit of a shock I think we we got a tip off the night before and even we were a bit like yeah. nah we can't we can't see him leaving so early. yeah and it's then, like um, I feel bad isn't it because I got two red cards and two <coughs> managers gone <laughs> but that's exactly what happened put, like. yeah so I, actually, after, so. after my first Portsmouth red card um, three games and the last game of my suspension was Exeter and he, he was gone after Exeter so that was their you went head to head with yeah. their midfielder didn't you yeah what, did you just see the red mist was it just a case no no I didn't lose my head I was like trying to be clever and get him like booked and that so that's what happened I tried to because he's a he's a dirty player I was thinking he, he was, was, sma- he was smashing people and he smashed me after the wrestle and I was like nah so I get to him just to make a fuss like, to show the, the ref and I was oh. not happy to get him booked and he just as soon as I came clo- close yeah. to him I went too quick and when I watch on TV I should have done that he was stupid but I didn't lose my head and I was not trying to headbutt him at all but when I came he just went on the floor he did the same against Plymouth in the semi-final oh did he? yeah oh okay but the ref didn't give the red card to the other guy so <laughs> I think it's one of them so so I had this and um, he and got sent um, got sacked and then I got ex- uh, Oxford so I got four games and then the next game for personal reason uh, to miss like the Friday so I didn't play the game against Barnet and then he's gone and I was uh, you, know, you feel like you let them down a little bit mm. and it's hard because Oh, that was, it. that was a terrible I, game, though. The, Oxford, the, Oxford, was the, last, the Oxford was the last minute, wasn't it? Yeah. By the, yeah, the sliding tackle. Yeah. Well, like, people can say now, let's like, say, like, oh, he's been stupid, he had two red cards, and that. Oh, they can say, oh, I, I, I think Oxford we, was never a red card. So people can tell me, yeah, I've been red carded. That wasn't a red card. If I remember rightly, I think we ran a Twitter poll on that saying, was it a sending off? And I think we had about 300 votes or 250 votes, and it was like, yes, 14%. No, no, 86%. 86%. Well, it wasn't like, a red card. I lost your appeal. I don't know why, like because we had like videos, yeah. we had the pictures, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I see these tackles like every weekend. Like it was just I was trying to bring him down. I didn't put my my studs on uh, in the air. 
I just went. I knew I was. I knew I was gonna take a, a free kick. Yeah. So no, the stuff like the truth is like I went and I say, you. I knew I was gonna push it. I say, oh, I get the ball. I try to intercept the ball, or if not, it's just like a sort of gate. But I didn't go straight at his legs. Uh, I, get, I went in front of him, and then when you push the ball, go past. It's kind of like, kind of like tripped him. Really. Yeah. But people say, oh yeah, he got his stupid. He does like mad stuff. Like I just, it was one nil up, and like they, they, we lost the ball, and they went on the break, and ninety third minute or ninety fourth minute, and I didn't try to smash him. I just tried to just do a free kick like you can see every weekend like people yeah, get yeah, on a yeah. break and you just stop yeah, it was a harsh and you decide card. to give me a red card so yeah people say oh it's stupid you get a red card but for me it was not a red card well, then the appeal got turned down straight away what? didn't it the appeal you appealed it yeah and they said, and they well, said no uh, that was, yeah that was a bit harsh so after that obviously you were banned going into the Easter games yeah like you said we had a pull on over Easter I think it was that thing to hard yeah. pull tough tough time. losses and then yeah. like you said Nolan yeah. gone yeah, it's frustrating isn't it, when you're on the side and you just watch that. But yeah, okay. It's um, like, I, f- I felt like we had a few people missing as well. We had like Joby gone, uh, Kalum gone. So they were on international duty. Internationals, right yeah. yeah. So you're thinking, yeah, we didn't have like great results, but come on. I, and that's why I'm saying we're one playoff of like one place of the playoff places. I believe from there we have carried on the same like we yeah. have been in it. He's got. Um, he won seven out of fifteen games, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, so that's like a what a forty-eight percent, forty-seven percent win rate, which is so you carry quite on impressive. Next, you carry on like this till the end of season. You of get course, a and then you reassess it. Yeah, and yeah, and then you would we would have done probably. Yeah, more than likely. So no, I think from sacking Nolan, I think Bichetti thought that it would have a positive effect on the team, yeah. so they can again raise their game and what happened with Kevin, but seems to probably have the opposite effect. Yeah, it seems it to kind of trounce yeah. everyone, you know. They'll, no, it, didn't. it was just around the place was it was weird like when you don't know what's happening and we didn't know like there was like this committee like they've been talking about so we didn't know the team um, so, so when did you find sorry, when did you find out the team would it be on the would it be the Friday before a game or would it be on the Saturday before yeah I think we're not sure till we go to Saturday so so how do you work on shape for the game then well before the first game um, I think we did what well, SE so it would be like sorry a- SE like did the team like he- so ah sorry be, SE yeah. sorry yeah yeah sorry yeah. so did that and but we had like some a few few changes and that so yeah that was tough that's why I, that was that, that was, for me that was just not great at all it was hard to take and um, it was hard for me as well because as a captain I felt like I had to do a bit more I had to step up um I had to bring every everyone together. I tried to do that. I tried to just get everyone together and just keep going because we got still something to play on. And I feel it affected me in, on a personal note because I think I put too much on that on trying to looking after other people and trying to, to do this and that and try to step up. And then I forgot to focus on my own game and I probably had the two worst game of my season, really. So it, it's been frustrating, really been frust- really frustrating time and you had Kevin Nolan here um, in the training ground and you see him and it's just it's just really hard and just a weird like situation really mm. this is the first for us 
uh, as fans as well, to be fair. Um, okay, so then we had defeats, unfortunately, um, against Plymouth and Wimbledon, yeah. which ultimately sort of killed our, our playoff yeah. aspirations, really. How, how frustrating was that? Um, yeah, Plymouth, uh, for me, yeah. Wimbledon was already gone there. When we play Wimbledon, I think the big one was Plymouth. Uh, I don't think we are too bad, um, but we conceded on set pieces, and that's, yeah, two set pieces, that's right? something that you need to we just just work on and be really. You know, I mean, and just I did a mistake at the end, um, so I get some stick for that, but. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's really frustrating because you see, we f- I feel like we could have done a bit better. I feel we could have uh, grabbed this this playoff places, but it's not meant to be. And I think as a club, like everything's not going well enough to be in it, really. Yeah. So the season finished. Uh, so we finished in eighth place. We were six points behind the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and then on the 17th of May, the club announced that you rejected a new co- or contract offer and that you'd be leaving. Yeah. Uh, and you put out an emotional note on Twitter saying it was time to move on. Yeah. <clears throat> so obviously, was it just a one contract you rejected? No, I think there's a few. Yeah. And at that point, yeah. had you just made up your mind for a new Yeah, I think. <sighs> I made up my mind of um, during the season, really, quite, uh, quite early, but. Um, then there was like with when we had like with Kevin Nolan and I was quite close to him. It's been great to me like as a captain. Like, it gave me a lot of responsibility and we are talking a lot. And I was not hundred percent sure anymore. And I was like maybe maybe, but I didn't want to sign straight away. Um, I wanted to wait. And then when when Kevin was gone, was my I was just nice. Nah, I, I didn't feel that. Like, I didn't feel we are going in the right direction and it was important for me at this stage of my career at, at my age um, with my family because uh, I'm having a baby this summer um, and yeah, I, I didn't feel it was right so I didn't want to carry on doing it so I think it was, it was quite hard this last two seasons mentally and I don't see it Changing. I hope I'm wrong, and I'm really hope I'm wrong. And I, I, I think the chairman's been giving a lot of stick, and uh, I genuinely think he, he wants the good of the club. I genuinely think he wants it, but it's just the way. Um, just need to trust people a bit more and put the right people around him. I think that's probably one of the, over, the overriding end. themes is that he's put people in place that he thought were going to do him well. And that he could trust, and unfortunately, it's just not worked out. He's, he, I, I also, I'm right with you. I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of a bad taste in my mouth about the owner and how he's gone about things. But I genuinely think he's got the right intentions. He's yeah. just not delivering them in the right way. Yeah, I, I spoke. Uh, I spoke win. to him, and I had a lot of like talking with him, and that, and yeah, I, I really think he wants the good, and I think he's, um, he's probably a successful man in business and I think he wants to bring this in football but it's a different stuff it's a different world you go about it in a different way yeah. I feel I feel a bit sorry for him really because probably like, that's what he wanted to do at the start when he put um, 
trusting someone like uh, Milanese. Yeah. And it didn't work out, so maybe now he wants to be more hands-on. Um, That's what I think. Yeah, but it's it's hard because after now, like, with, I'm thinking when you go in the club, like when you look like where you're going, you need to trust um, the club to bring the right people to evolve like, the right players, um, to keep the good players. And when I look and I've got to make a decision, do I believe do I believe they can keep the good one the good players? Um, do I believe they can bring the good players? I'm not I'm not so sure. I hope I'm wrong because because that I've got I've got I've had like four years here and I feel like, I feel really attached to this club and so I hope like, I'm wrong and they they do well and they just they just really organise and stuff. But I didn't feel like it. What are you going to miss the most about not being at the club anymore? Um, and who will you miss the most? Well, I miss like the people, like this this unbelievable group we had. But um, what I miss is like these people at this club. I said my in my in, yeah in my um, statement. It's just great people here yeah, that make it that make it this club. When you come in, like I'd make it a family family club. Yeah. Um, like Ada and, and Lindsay, mm. they just if they're not here, like club is gone. Like they just Ada is just great. Like you can ask him everything. It just make your life so much easier. Lindsay is the same. Like when I've got, she just make she just she just knows everything and she can do everything for you. And and people like Howard uh, that makes it work with keep everyone around like together and just middleman and it's just. Yeah, it's just them people like it's just and you've got this rela- like it's a small club so you've got this relationship with people when maybe in a bigger club like it doesn't really happen this way. But yeah, I met some unbelievable people. I'm still talking to Johnny Davis, like just people I've been working with. It's just you know, it's he, he, at one point I actually talked to Matt Bottom and Barry and when I see him, like I'm just so happy to see him. It's just he like Russell Slade, I've got I call him sometimes. Um, all these players uh, we still see each other um, so it's I'm going to miss that and the, the fans I had like a weird relationship in it a bit like I had this bit where at the start when even when I was not doing great like people were oh, it's unbelievable it's unbelievable <laughs> and then now I've got like this stuff where there's people that just appreciate what I'm doing and there's also one that just decided in their mind that just no Baudry is just just making mistakes all the time and stuff like that. So I've got them a bit, and he's not a captain material. And, uh, so, but all in all, I think people, most of people are late and appreciate what I've been doing and that's uh, been great. Someone who wears the, the club shirt with pride is, is, yeah. is, is paramount so, yeah. and I think it's fair that you did. Um, to Doncaster, Doncaster yeah. Rovers, how did that move come about? Um, well, like F- Ferguson, in it? So... I was, um, I think, when the loan and um, what happened is, he tried to sign me after when I went back. He tried to to ball me for me, <coughs> but it didn't happen. And um, then after, when the season's finished here, he just just texts me and said, uh, "Will you be interested to come to Doncaster?" I say, "I'm open to anything." And when I say that's when I say when you got to make your decision, you need to see, will you be, will you trust the club to bring the right people, yeah. and to do the right business and when I went to see him 
just little stuff in it. I went to see him. I met him at the stadium, at the tra- no, at the training ground. Then we went to the stadium, a little suit. I had like a screen like all made with like clips of them playing, how they play, every system, the centre-backs were highlighted and what they're doing. And then, they, then with that to clip a mix of me and my bits and say, put in together, why will I fit in there? What he wants me, what he wants to do with the club. Um, got the backing of the uh, of, of of his board, what he wants to do, all the project like, for the club, and is there like they know what they want to do, and I feel really excited about it. It's ambitious, and I was excited to work with him. So the first thing for them is also going to be straight back up. I'm assuming. Yeah, I think that's what that's, that's what, what that's what they want, and that's why they put them. Um, but they back you up, like they already signed four or five players. Um, yeah, they've been busy. People have good quality and exactly not just random people. Just because they got um, the manager's got a philosophy of a way he wants to do stuff, a way he wants to play, self character, a bit like Russell was doing when he, when he wanted character and that. So it's not just like oh yeah, we've seen him, we take him. Like it's just yeah, I think it's more like a big reflection and there's a there's a big project behind that. And that's why I won because I could have probably signed, I could have signed for a, a league one, well, a few league ones and been mid table. But I feel like with Doncaster, if we achieve what <coughs> the, the ambition of the club is next season to go up, then in League One still be a big big club in League One to carry on sure. moving forward. Mm-hmm. And the same with Burton and Bournemouth like when and Leicester it goes quick. Yeah, it goes really quick. Yeah. Once you've got the momentum and you've yeah, got yeah. the right project in place, that uh, I think it can it can do well. Happen. Yeah, and they got a decent stadium. Yeah, as they well. got a decent stadium. Like, when you go there, like it's just I think it's one. It's a big club in in lower league. Potential so, that you yeah, want so for your ambition. Yeah. So you had you had other offers from teams. Yeah, one but after one. this, um, you can go in League One. But would I prefer to be in League One and just stay in League yeah. One, or, or just go somewhere? take a risk maybe to step down but to to go higher maybe you know what I mean because this club can go in championship I think Doncaster I think it's a big club it's been there and I think this what this was the club aspire to that they want to so she, I feel like yeah, it's, a, it's a risk because you never know what's happening in football but if it comes up and you go up you got a promotion already so it's yeah. not like you I prefer to play the top top of the league and just being middle of one league so you challenge you go up and then I, I think you can challenge again so that's that's my reflection and I can't predict what's going to happen but. I, I guess one of the other key factors is Carlisle away on a Tuesday night or Exeter away on a Tuesday night and travelling all the way down on a wet <laughs> Tuesday night in November and yeah, he's, yeah. he's going to miss that yeah no but um, yeah that, that's the stuff like, that's what I say it's a risk like, because I'm going to be in League 2 again next year so um, this part, this part of like League Two is not, it's not really <coughs> attractive when you go. It's not, it's not easy to go play yeah. these places. <coughs> um, but I think sometimes you you got to do it. See, you need to do what you have to before you you do what you want to. So that's what I'm gonna do. Um, so a bit of a quick fire round then. Yeah. Like that. So who is or has been your best mate at Orient? Um. It's harsh, isn't it? Because we've got a group. But, um, well, you can say a few if you want yeah, to. Yeah, I've got Gary Sawyer, Lonnie James. Um, so I'm really close. And 
yeah, they're like, they went my stack, my wedding. Gary did a speech to my wedding, so we are we are really close, yeah. Oh wow! And um, so I've got also like Jonesy, Clarky, uh, Scotty, so they are the ones. And then I've got people like I keep touch with like Lee's Bats was a DJ at my wedding. I saw was a picture. It? Yeah, Bats <laughs> was a DJ at my wedding. Uh, I talk to Mo Moses always. Um, so Roman still. So yeah, let's. So that's good I met, I met, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. So that's also a good, good stuff. I I will keep yeah. from later. Most memorable moment, Orient. Um, yeah, the playoff final. Because like I say, like we lost, but I, I still enjoy the day so much. Yeah. And, yeah. Favorite match. Um. Yeah, Brentford. Brentford, Brentford, yeah. Brentford away, yeah. Wicked. Or Great maybe match. maybe Wolves, but it's more like selfish because I scored them. <laughs> well, that was going to be a question that yeah. was come up later, actually. You've, yeah. Because yeah. that fight with you after the scoring. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. no, it was great. Great goal. Okay, favourite goal? Yeah, Wolves. probably the Wolves. Isn't it? Cool. All right, we've done this with Coxie, so your favourite Orient eleven of players that you played with oh, that's hard so, isn't it <laughs> it's hard but we'll do it so that's hard, isn't it? kick keeper no yeah, pressure Jonesy Jonesy in defence obviously you can name yourself a centre back uh, yeah I put myself in. <laughs> uh, thinking deep uh, thought there um, is it Scotty at centre back or is it Scotty at yeah right? I, I just put the usual one me and Clarkie you and Clarkie centre back Scotty right, right back right. Um, on the left back or, Gary. or Sawyer it's got to be Gary in it yeah I put Gary in it it's got, it's got to be Gary, Gary, Gary. Gary. <laughs> did a bit speech at his wedding yeah I put <laughs> Gary yeah um, the end of it if you did yeah it. that's true not that Gary will listen to yeah. this but you know more on the right yeah well he's just like yeah it's, that is just stupid because he's just a player final win I know yeah yeah so it's probably like 40 yeah cool okay so well, we've asked other players about their worst dressed player orient. Yeah. There's always one person who they name. Well, this season or in general? In general. They yeah, all, I will come they, back to Roman then. Okay, then, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, well, like, this, is you, so this is your chance to come oh, back. Oh, okay. This is your chance oh, to... What's me the worst, yeah? Well, that's what everyone pretty much says. Coxie, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Lisby, You know what Romain, it is? I've all pretty much said it's you. You know so. what it is? Because I come for everyone. Like, I just... I don't stop. Like, I just come for everyone's clothes. So they just... No, yeah, you, just come they? back on here. But I think there's a lot worse than me. <laughs> yeah, there are a couple that got, actually got mentioned, but I think that you were. I think, yeah. from there, I think you're right, actually, that people were saying that. Yeah, yeah Matt's, that's me. Some of Matt's club was pretty. And then, do you ever see? <clears throat> so once your playing career is over, do you see your career in management for you, or is it too early to say? Yeah, it's too. Early. I don't really see myself in management. I think it's just <coughs> carry on the mind. Like, as as much as it's nice to be a footballer, it's like there's that. Inconvenience in the case, uh, holidays and weekends and yeah. and moving around all the time, like when you know, like clubs and I think Major is a bit the same. So I would like maybe something more like stable. So from the recent fans forum, the following comment was made by the club, and would like your thoughts on them. So the comment was: the club was surprised and disappointed at Matt Baldry's comments on social media following his departure. The club offered him a great contract in January, but he chose not to sign. And the club would like to place on record that we provide everything from technical training to food to overnight stays in the best hotels. So there should be no excuse for a player to be mentally down. 
Yeah, I've seen that. Um, first of all, uh, I when when I say I saw like I had to say because I had questions on Twitter, where you living and so from the fans. So I feel like I had to I owe them to to reply um, while I was leaving. But after I'm just I'm just being honest. Um, yeah, I've I've said I've said in this, in the in my statements of a mere contract. I didn't lie about it. Um, but yeah, mentally down because we have a hotel and food. That's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about more stability and you know what's what's what every day, day in, day out, coming to the training ground and know what's gonna happen. Um, know what who is doing what. So that's what I'm talking about. That's um, playing playing games and know like know who's make the team and stuff like this like it's just you, you, you know what I mean like yeah, know like I'm playing a game I'm gonna come back to to see my wife after um, just little stuff but like I say like I, f- I feel like the, the chairman's want to do the right stuff I think he, he, he wants to be successful it's just um, different culture I feel and um, and different industry like football and business is totally different. So, but I'm I'm just I'm just be honest. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying like people will say oh yeah just put the blame on stuff. I I feel that we should have done better on the pitch, and that's all for anyway. The one playing, but I just saying we haven't been really helped and been in the best conditions. Okay, so the environment to play in, despite the fact that they give you food and technical advice and nice hotels to stay in for away games. It's yeah, not really... that's, not, that's not really the point, is it? Okay. That's not the point. I've been I've been playing at Dagenham and travelling on day and just like every day, like travel to Port Vale on the day and, and I felt more happy, like happier than yeah. I've been the last two two years. So it's different. After, it's just, just a point of view. Like, like they say, they offer me a good contract. So he was he was good money, but um, I've been I've I've been backed by my family, my wife, um, to do something that make me happy, something that excite me, and I feel that as well. Um, I've been there for a long time, and I need I need a, f- a fresh start and something new, new challenge, something something to get excited when you wake up in the morning, and I I didn't feel it at the moment, so. I've always given my best and I've tried to give my best till the end. Um, sometimes I've tried to do too much and it cost me, but um, I've always tried to do the best. But it's, it's been harder and harder the last the last two years. And um, yeah, I want to enjoy what I'm doing. Like it's a, football, a footballer career is short and I want to enjoy it. And so that's why I've decided to move on. Cool. Thank you very much for that. So those are all our yeah. questions, really. So we put it out on social media, yeah. on the fans' forums, on Facebook. So we've got a few questions now to throw at you, really. The first one um, is from someone who sits near us in the South Stand, Christine Jewis, and she emailed us, actually. She said, firstly, I'd like to say I'm going to miss you. Yeah. When you came to Orient, you were my favourite outfield player, and you still have that certain something. Um by the way, Christine, when you listen to this, he's beaming with a massive smile, which you can't <laughs> see on the podcast. Uh, my question is, 
What's it like to be playing alongside Kevin Nolan, who clearly thought he was the captain? Well, that's what it looked like to me. How did you feel about that? Um, I feel great about it. He's been great and he never felt he was a captain. He felt he was a manager. But um, he's been captain all his life. And I think he pulled me in the first day and we had a great talk and he gave me responsibility. He told me what he was expecting for me. And on the pitch, that was a bit... <clears throat> The first 10 minutes he was on the pitch was a bit strange, isn't it? Because I was his captain. Uh, it always felt a bit weird for me as a fan watching the manager shouting at no, his captain. But he make it, he make it quite clear. He said, like, listen, when I'm on the pitch, like, well, you see stuff differently when you're on the pitch. You don't see everything. So he said, something, I'm going to be wrong. Treat me like I'm a player. So if I tell you something and you think I'm wrong, tell me. If, if I've got to tell him something, I've been shouting at him on the pitch. Um, and since then because he told me it's fine and that was, that was great like we had this great relationship on the pitch I think he was pulling me uh, I think I had some decent games with him um, I think he was yeah I think he, he just kind of like lifted me and I tried to yeah I, I think I had a great relationship with him so it, it wasn't a problem it was a problem when the referee was telling me to 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 tell my uh, my manager to show us it's still my manager. it's my manager so you deal with him but uh, yeah no, I didn't have a problem with it okay so she which uh, Christine goes on to say and Lloyd James and yourself are going to be a big miss I do wish you luck for the future yeah. it's all very sad to see our club in disarray I hope Orient can get back on track next season um, and Mr Bichetti comes to his senses Christine so nice email you'll be missed nice email so on Twitter as well loads of questions. Um, so first from at ALB5399 says who has been your favourite player to play alongside Orion and why <laughs> it's hard now I can't say any of my mate, uh, my close friends because after it's going to be jealous um, I would say I would say the one that's been the most successful since he left would be Moses um, I'm usually quite bitter when I see people being successful because I want to be successful. So when I see people being more successful than me, like, I don't really like it. It's weird, isn't it? But um, Moses, like, I've just I've watched a game in a playoff final. When I saw him in his balcony, the, the same balcony, I was looking at people with him on the pitch, looking at brother and players. And I saw him on the, on the balcony. I got really emotional for some reason. And I texted him and I was like so proud of him. Like It's like a bit like I was getting promoted for some reason. Mm-hmm. I was so proud of him because he just kept normal and he just, we knew he had something special, he had some talent and he just kept doing it and I was really proud of him. Um, the other one, I would say from Johnny Lomstrom. Really? Okay. Um, the Everton Loney. Yeah, because I, really? I think he's going to, I'm saying I think he's going to go like playing the Premier League. I feel really? he's really good. He's done very well at Oxford. Oxford. I got promoted yeah. at Oxford his first. I think Oxford. someone asked me and yeah, um, someone asked me when he was with us in the player final uh, scout that asked me. I said, "What do you think about him?" I said, "I think he would play in the Premier League," and I think he's been great. And I think the season when we got relegated, he got there and just didn't got the best out of him. But wow. if you get the best out of him, I think he's he's, he's quite. A, Got good. Te- he's quite technical, but we just know yeah. It reminds me of like Gerald. It's just this kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. That's quite a big statement. Yeah. If Barry, Her- so at Harlow Orient asks, if Barry Hearn and Russell Slade were still in charge, do you think you would you would still have left? Um, 
It's a lot of depends and ifs and buts. Yeah, it depends on that because if they were still there, like, we'd be got relegated. Um, would we be in the championship? Would yeah, we be? Like, I don't know. But um, I, like I say, like, I need, you know, like, like when I've gone to Ferguson, I admire him. And when he's speaking, I feel like I respect him so much and I feel like I want to play for him. And and Russell and Barry and Matt, I was the same. Like, so I wanted to play for them and I wanted to do well for them. So, yeah, probably a bit different. Okay. Hello, Orient also asks, can you describe Leighton Orient in three words? Um, for me or for in general? Just in general or for you? Uh, memories or family club and that's three words and um, regrets okay good answer very nice okay so uh, John Macker and a number of other people uh, John Macker 1977 a number of other people said what's the main reason you decided not to sign a new contract at Orient so I think we've already answered answered that yeah um, LOFC Chaz asks what's the best and worst moment in an Orient shirt um, well the best and worst would be probably Wembley but it would be just one because the best because it was the best day it was the build up the atmosphere the fact is that all the people I love there at the stadium and I feel I enjoyed the game so much and yeah. and the worst because I ended and all the all that came from it so I've been in champ- like, you know what I mean. So from there, like it's gone totally different. The club. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Good uh, answer. Then number four asked about your relationship with the fans, but I think we've already answered that. Yeah. Uh, at Wally's. What do you think about your relationship with the fans? Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> our mate Warren, who sits behind us, yeah, can't stop raving about you. Yeah, I can't. You know, like it's weird. Like I can't really. There's some that when love. I will leave. Like I will. Like, I feel it's good, isn't it? Like. You must be doing like been there's doing fake, something good when there's like people hate you or just love. Like, I feel like love you. I think and there's some just, that don't understand. Yeah. I think that some that see only the mistakes that you make when yeah. you're trying to bring the ball out. That you're not a rosette, hoof it out yeah. and get rid of it. You're a ball playing centre back. Um, and there are others that, that that see that, buy into it, and accept that there yeah. will be the occasion. You know what's mistake. frustrating me is like how many mistakes I've done that cost goals. Like since I'm in there. I can't think of. I know because I play in it, so I I hate them. So I know them. The last two games, yeah, the Plymouth one, that Plymouth, Plymouth Dagenham. Then this season, I don't see another one. But people, oh, say, Dagenham with their head up. Kids. So yeah, people, yeah, people yeah. say like this season, I've I've done so many mistakes, and there's only two goals I see. Then, coaches there, the season got relegated when they tried to hold the ball, going on the goal kicks, and it got around me and yeah, scored. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Um, Crawley, at home. And Sheffield United. That's the only one I see, and that's five goals in four years. And people just like keep saying I'm doing mistakes after mistakes, and like I feel a bit harsh. Like I feel I don't. I feel like I I've never been bitten like by pace and and score goals. Um, bit one v one and score goals, or how many times I got bitten in the corner and they score goals. Or from crosses and I lost my I lost my man and or I got beat uh, from a cross or did I did the fact I bring the ball out from the back help it like the team to score 
a few goals maybe. And I'm thinking, mm. so when people say that to me all the time, man, I'm like, what? I can watch, I can sit down and watch every goals. You can, we can do it on YouTube, and you can watch yeah, every yeah. single goals like, since I've been like laying. But people keeps, I've got in the head like I've, I've just keep costing goals, for some reason. I think you're you're not a conventional orient centre back. No. I you don't just hoof the ball out. So yeah. You like to play it around, yeah. and that's why some some people go yeah. great, and other people are like why why doesn't it just boot it out? Because that's what yeah. people are used to. Um, but I, I'd say, I'd say yeah. When you split the fans, I, I think it's more than a split. I think it's yeah, more yeah. like seventy thirty, eighty twenty, yeah. like against don't like. But then I think when people found out you, you didn't sign the contract, yeah. then I think that minority get louder and say, well, we obviously <laughs> didn't want to stay. And, yeah. But I think you've explained I mean, yourself like a, quite it's well that, so far. It's like, um, yeah, it's all them ones when uh, when they say, oh, yeah, Bodri cost too many goals. And when I missed games because I was suspended, it was like, that's Bodri's fault because he's suspended. Yeah. And they're like, hmm, all right. <laughs> so I mean, like, but I feel like, yeah, like I say, like, I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm taking it I'm saying that's a bit harsh but I'm saying if if people talk about me in bad or good means maybe yes, I'm doing something alright or something because if not you just not speak about yeah. me yeah at Waldy 711 says best striker played against in League 2 this season um, it's weird because it's totally different like footballers but um than what League One yeah. um, Tom Elliott from Wimbledon okay a handful especially the way they played so especially at their place where the pitch was terrible yeah but that, that worked to their strength yeah. the way they played and the same style is just Akinde because he's just it's just strong powerful quick so good player in this league when you play direct it's, it's really it's difficult to handle all, that all the time but mm. yeah Best, best striker in League One play against? Play against some good, big strikers <coughs> to go for big things yeah. or something longer. Asambalonga. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would say Asambalonga because we played them quite a few oh, times yeah. as well. So it, it was at Sarsen as well. So yeah. Yeah, I would probably say Asambalonga. Perfect. Vince, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, Vince Howard, 73 hours, what's your best goal that you've scored? Yeah, Wolves Away. Wolves Away. Just because of the atmosphere. Yeah, actually, said, I think it's Wolves Away. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm. I've scored like I didn't score many but I scored like, at Wolves I scored at Charlton I scored at, I scored at Preston so a nice stadium like, I just popped Preston, up with them yeah, never, never been but I've yeah, seen yeah. it but yeah I've not been Preston actually yeah um, okay so a lot of questions have been duplicated so um, at Euro Orient says who did you prefer playing under Hendon or Nolan it's a bit hard isn't it don't know we never played under either. <laughs> um, I had this like close relationship with like um, Kevin Nolan, so I would say that it's not typically the um, the game how I see it, like because we're like quite defensive and quite direct. But I think he improved my game by bringing me this part of this the, this his mentality. Um, so I think I would say Kevin Nolan, but it's hard because I really enjoyed. I think he and Anton did a great job at the start, and yeah. when we play, when we play at our best, the start <coughs> of season, we um, 
I really enjoyed it. But I think we we gone away from that after yeah. a bit. Okay. Yeah. So at Pandemonium eighteen eighty one asks, forgetting all other issues at the club, yeah. was the offer made to you by Orion a fair one based on the length of service and your existing contract? Um yeah. The last one, yeah. The last yeah. one that was a fair contract. Okay. But I think sometimes it's just not all about money, so That's fair enough, yeah. He then goes on to ask, You cited the current regime as a reason for LOFC to not be moving forward. So in your honest opinion, how yeah. far do you think the club have fallen since Wembley? Um I feel like I feel from Wembley with the stability and a few couple good addition to the squad and we could have been up there again. And now I think we need quite a lot like overall. Because we're losing like players again. Like Joby and and Lloydy and stuff like this. So I think it's gonna be tough. Yeah. But they need I'm hoping they're gonna recruit like Wisely. So do we. Yeah. So do we. So Jake Finch 12 says, what was the most magical moment playing for the O's? But I guess that's probably going to be Wembley in terms of a magical moment. Or Peterborough playoff. Yeah. Unless you've got any others? No. No. No, that's it. Um... Monsty1980 asked, why do you think Orient failed to reach the target of promotion um, this season and do you think it was an, a realistic target? Do you think promotion this season was a realistic um, I think automatic, not really. I think we just were not strong enough as a squad in terms of quality and quantity. quantity. Maybe we just needed a little bit more. At the moment, like I say, like I think maybe in a couple of years if we improve everyone, Think we'd have been able to, but at the time maybe no. I think I think playoff playoff was like a, a good target, and but it wasn't something that people think because of the staff season. It was a minimum a minimum required, and that, like it was just gonna be given that we'll make the playoff. I think it was we have to. We knew I knew we would have to work hard and and do well to gain a playoff. Okay. So at eighteen eighty what eighteen eighty one on it says best player you've played with at Orient? Yeah, I think it's the one I've uh, Yeah. Um <laughs> Sam underscore Olive asks, Are you excited about playing against us next season? and in bracket says please don't score. Yeah, no, I'm not excited. I don't really, I don't really like that. It's it's weird because I really like like all the boys are here, and so yeah. it would be weird, and especially yeah. in my position, I'm probably gonna have to to get into a few of them and just try to tackle and that. So it's not. It's weird, like. And the last Twitter question we got was from at Georgie Orient, who says, "What did Slade do to make you come to Orient when it looked like you were initially gonna sign for Shrewsbury?" We heard you were on your way to Shrewsbury. Who said that? That was I just a Russell, question. I think Russell Slade said that as well, that you were on your way to, to another club. Yeah. I think that to, you were on your way to another club. I'm pretty sure he said, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. turned round in the car and came yeah. to Orient. Well, I went to Gozo as a club, and then I went to Orient that. Oh, OK. 
No, I went. Yeah, I was I was going to a club. Then he called me, so I went all in. Then I went to see two other clubs. But it's just like it feels right when you're talking to him and what gives you like the what they want to do, and that it feels right at the time. Yeah, yeah. I I would sign for Russell Slade if he yeah. spoke to me the way yeah, he, he, good, he speaks. Good he's very good. Yeah, he's very smooth. Yeah, um. There's quite a few here on, on, on Facebook, but I think some of them have, have actually been answered already. Um, yeah. you, you, yeah, Dale Hall's asked, did the added pressure of being captain stop you being as focused on your role as a centre-half? And I think you answered that earlier by saying that you were so busy trying to help everybody else do mm. their... No, because the, I would say like on one point, um, if something I've got to work on is con- like concentration. Sometimes I accept I lose it. And I feel... During the all the season, I feel like he helped me because I had to keep everyone around me like on it. Yeah, I feel like I was more on it, and I feel like it's weird, isn't it? Because I've done these two mistakes against the last two games, so people just remind this is just at the end of the season. So it's just two mistakes. So he had a bad season, but I feel I did pretty well this season. Apart these two games, and these two games were a bit an exception because we're we're in a weird situation, and then I tried to do a bit too much. You know what I mean? But other stuff like Kevin Nolan was really good when he came as as a manager. He's like as a captain, he said to me, "Don't try to do too much. Try to just do your stuff, talk around you, and you know what I mean." Yeah. And it, that that was good, but I I, I enjoyed it. After, but after a certain amount of time, like, it got tired to. With a captain, you're involved in everything around. So, mm. I'm. Like I said, I just want to do, when the captain, I wanted to be just someone that do something right and people want to follow. You know what I mean? Yeah. just want to do the same as you. I don't want to pull people. So I, that was the way I wanted to do stuff. And I didn't feel it just, I, people think what they want. I feel, I feel like if you look at my games, I think I've been consistent about the last probably two games and there's two red, red cards, but I didn't at the end of the day, people will only remind, uh, remind remember you the this. Bad stuff. Yeah, so yeah. especially oh, because it comes at the end, so it's it's like a, don't know, it's like a movie. You always remember the end, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So Jamie Stripes said in a lot of questions. Most have been answered. That I think uh, he did ask though. Should Hessen Tarly get the job? Would you like to see Andy Hessen Tarly get the only job? Or I love Hessen. I think he's, he's a great man. Um, he's got experience. Uh, he's got this attitude with like really positive and like really enthusiastic about stuff. Um, but I think it's like same as whoever like is gonna get the job. I think he needs to be led to work and just do his job. Trust him. Let him do his stuff. Don't interfere. Let him bring his own players. Let him. Let him do like his stuff. Let him work for the season and see what's happening. What's happening. Don't every week just question everything that's happening. Something that we didn't mention as well in the interview, but how how what was it like when Nugent left? Because obviously Nugent had been around for ages. Yeah. It was like part part of the furniture really in terms of yeah. how he was at the club for. I don't. I uh, yeah, Nugent's like great. Like, I think he's he's been great seven to the club and same year this enthusiastic. Amazing. It hasn't mm-hmm. been really always easy for him as well because he was manager for a few games and then got back to assistant when. He was not really involved with the with the staff there because he was just fully telling staff, so he was doing nothing and just stay there. So I think for him, he was he needed to move on as well, and I understood that because 
I think same with all we've gone through together. I think you just create some bond, and we just I like Nugent. It's it's been great, and I keep in touch with him, and uh, I'm happy for him because it's just like when you do your job, people say, "Oh, poor footballers," but you need to enjoy what you're doing. We're not we're not millionaires, so we're not Premier League players. You still need to enjoy what what you're doing. It needs to be worth it. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not. Oh, I'm not happy, but I'm earning a hundred grand a, a, a week. It's not this. So you need to enjoy what you're doing. I think. So I'm happy for him because he's at Luton now, and it looks like he, he enjoyed the game with day. Yeah, it was yeah. a bit weird seeing him and Kevin Deard and, yeah. and Scott Cuthbert coming yeah. out of Brisbane Rally. I feel like we're playing against. Yeah, Leon. yeah. It's like, what are you doing in that colour? In those colours. Um, we have had quite a few good questions actually from the forum, um, which actually makes a bit of a change. Yeah. Um, Chingford Red asks, to what extent did Francesco Bacchetti interfere in the selection of the matchday squad? I know we spoke about it briefly, but can you give us a bit more I would, understanding I, on what? Players wouldn't know. That's the problem. It's like you don't know what to do. Right. So okay. this inserted, like, I would prefer him to say like I'm making the team. Or whatever. Or if he's not making the team, I don't know. But um, I think he's, he's, he's trying to put his input. I think that's why when I say I think he's, he's enthusiastic about what he's doing and I think he, he wants to have a certain of, if, like, he, he sees stuff, he wants to influence it. Yeah. But <clears throat> I wouldn't know that. You have to ask the managers. Okay. But I feel like, I feel he's trying to probably influence a little bit. and I, I don't think he's making the, the team like people have been making up. I think it's probably been questioning mm-hmm. yeah, the decisions. Cool. Also from Leicester, uh, Bot says, how did, how did the relentless negativity from fans since the takeover affect the team? So we kind of touched on it. So when the fans are nervous and Negative. down, how does that transpire to the... Yeah, but after it's like... It just... Yeah, you... It's not easy, but it's it's awful. It's a fault of what's happening. People are just frustrated, isn't it? Like you can't you can't blame anyone. Uh, so um, I understand they're frustrated. Sometimes you're frustrated as well because you're feeling they could help you a little bit more in certain situations. Mm. But you're you understand it. So yeah. it's a it's a weird one. He, yeah, um, go on. Oh, go on. He also asked, we found this quite funny. It's a good question. Well, I've been yeah. smiling because I just read the next question. He also asked, why does your head keep bursting open? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? But it's just like, I, I don't get hurt. And every, every time I go for, people do that, like, they get like a big like, lump and that. And me, like every time my head or hit something, I'm, I'm touching it, I know like, it's going to bleed. <laughs> I don't know why, but the one... Yeah, League 2 especially, like, League 2 was bad, it's, it's bad, it's like tough league, I find it tougher than League 1. Yeah, it's a lot, it's a more physical league than Yeah, it's a physical league, league one, and, yeah. and um, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? like, this one was bad, like, pretty bad, the one I had in my forehead, really bad. Yeah. Uh, my nose was hard, not straight, but... Is that yeah. from heading a ball or being elbowed? Elbowed, but yeah, it's, right, okay. it's, it's a ugly part of like my position and that. So, yeah. but this season I've been pretty unlucky. But I've got, I think I've got a weak skin. I see what it is. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I just, I just keep putting my head though. So, <laughs> great question, by yeah. the way. Yeah, great question. brilliant question. Um, 
Constanza asks, was your outfit at the end of season awards dinner a turn up for the books? That wasn't mine, that. Was it Lloyd's you're talking I, about? I, I, I think it's something for the books, as in it wasn't you who had the had the. Well, not sure what he means by that, yeah. but as in the. Well, you're talking about Lloyd's. Well, no, I mean three quarters. Wore his son's trousers, didn't he? Yeah, for they were short. That was a very strange choice. Boxes trousers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, proposition Joe asks: Would you volunteer to take a penalty again in a shootout? I did, didn't it? Against Plymouth. Oh, you did against Plymouth. Yeah. Yeah, and you scored uh, there, didn't you? Yeah. We, won, we won at one of the penalties, yeah. In the league cup. Um, yeah, I would take one. Probably, I would have, I would take another as a club. Um, we'll, if we'll have gone to Wembley, play a final again, we'll have to take one. I don't think so, because as much as you feel you let down, like you say sorry like for the first penalty, I think people will say, if I miss another one at Wembley again in the playoff final, people will say, you're taking that piece now. <laughs> Isn't it? So, yeah. but in other club, I will probably take one. Do you, do you know what? I felt nervous playing, oh, in at, Brisbane. Cup, I would I felt nervous playing at Brisbane Road the other, two weeks ago with about 20 people, really? about 20, 40 people watching. So for you to go up yeah. and if, at Wembley, 40,000 people. In I that situation. Like, I prefer to play in a big stadium with big atmosphere. You yeah. don't see... You know, sometimes you play sh- um, small stadium and you can hear people. Yeah. Yes. When you're at Wembley, you don't hear anything. You just got a big yes. bubble around you. And, yeah. you just, and I love that, like this, when we're at Mullin, you just hear noise in it. Yeah. But you can't hear anything. You're just in a bubble and it just keep you, like, help you keeping, like, focus in it. And I love it. Yeah, yeah. So other questions that Proposition Joe asked, I think we've already covered. Off the hook, we asked your question. I, I thought Proposition Joe asked a question and Go on. come back about your, your type of centre-back that you are. Do, yeah. do you think that English football will really ever accept the merits of a ball-playing centre-back? Um, or oh, I'd say Orient fans, because again... Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's hard because it's a different culture. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you see with probably someone like Joel, uh, John Stones and that. To be different opinion on him. Yeah, he doesn't hoof it out. He brings it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's not defending. Great. He's not defending great either, though. So, but um, I don't know. I think people just. I always think because it's easy to 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 spot in it. Like someone's trying to play from the back. When you get intercepted, it's just it just looks bad. Yeah. But if someone just hoof it and give it back to the other team, like, you, you give it away as well. So It's the same difference. In yeah, effect, I think it's saying. just it's people will like, understand like, the positive and negative. So like, if you play from the back, you're going to score, like, you're going to bring your team to score more goals yeah. because you have kept the ball and just create something. But maybe you it will happen, you will lose the ball and you concede eventually so it's just a balance like do you create more goals and and you just make your team concede you know what I mean it's yeah. just and I don't know if like I think it's just the culture stuff yeah um yeah quite a few other questions as well um Mungo not quite sure where this has come from but as captain last year did you have much involvement with Vito Michelli who is the player liaison person and how did he assist you in your role as captain, and vice versa? It's not really 
There's a job in it, really. I, I didn't think so either. No, big, I don't big, know. Yeah. That's big, that's big to him, isn't it? Yeah. But I don't... It's, don't, don't really, there really, is a player liaison person, Yeah, it's player it? liaison, but don't know what liaison for what. I think it's just... What he's doing is probably just... Um, Making a link between the players yeah. and the and the owner, maybe I don't know. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we'll say that. Yeah, probably. So, so off the hook says, how highly did, do you rate Russell Slade as a manager? One of the best. Yeah, I, s- I think you don't appreciate um, when when he was there. I don't think you appreciate it, but it's when he's gone and you see what's what's um, left, what's yeah. happening. Yeah. I think the main stuff of his is his man management. Um, Keep everyone happy, everyone positive. Um, keep everyone together. I think this was the main stuff. Really. Okay. So we had a message from Johnny Davis, yeah. who used to work at Orient. He said he mentioned about a Spurs ticket prank. Yeah. Um, tell us about that. The whole club were in on it, apparently. Well, that's a long story. It's like. Um, basically, we had this um, physio, uh, Dave Atena. Atena. Yeah. So he's gone to Tottenham now. Yeah. The boys want some of the or group that like, wanted to go like to uh, watch Tottenham. So I said, "Ah, oh, who text him?" I said, "Ah, oh, it's okay. I'm gonna text him." Like I said, "Johnny, you got the number. Give me the number." So he gave me the number, but he gave me a fake number. He gave me Andy Edwards' number. <laughs> yeah. So he's got the number of Dave Atena. So he's texting him to sell the tickets, and but he make me believe. I'm going to sell the ticket. So I'm texting this number. I'm on the Edwards. So on the Edwards, that just played the game. And he said, yeah, yeah. He said, how many people do you want? So I'm asking everyone, who is the team? I said, oh, do you want to come like, to trying to be nice and like, trying to bring everyone? So he said, oh, okay. He said, oh, are you going to be in, um, in the director's box or you got to wear a suit? Like a suit, like you, you can't yeah, go in yeah. if you don't wear yeah. a suit. Shirt, so tie, jacket, like, yeah. yeah. So it's on the Edwards talking to me, man. Yeah. And he said to me, oh, and he's just like talking to me like sh- like some random stuff like he said to me so he's <laughs> pretending to be Dave Atena so he said uh, yeah ask Nuge to give me back my ski boots <laughs> because like I'm gonna go skiing with like Andre Villas Boas I mean I'm just trusting you I'm going to see Nuge and say like can you bring me like the like, ski boots and stuff so then it's that then we go on the day and I go pick up the lads I go pick up Lloydie he's coming with jeans on Gary saw jeans on. Everyone jeans on. And what, did you have a suit on? I had my suit, like <laughs> three pieces on. I had three pieces, a little handkerchief, everything. So I'm there like, come on, but I'm fuming at them. I said, come on, what are you doing? And then I'm there like, come on, lads, I'm sorry. I'm going to the ticket office. I'm just being so cocky. I'm like, sorry, lads, I just, I just do the like director's box for us and that. I just... I'm asking and say, I say to the woman, "Can have you got tickets for Bodri? Say where? I say VIP and I just look at them, just like giving a wink and that. and they're just filming it, they're all filming. And I say all right, and say no. Nah. So we do every ticket office. Then I go to the last one. I don't know how. Like, I'm coming through the security gate. I'm inside the main um, stand and I just, I say David Tena, give me tickets. So I, I, I say call him. Like 20 minutes before the game, I'm calling like Dave Atenala on the, when he's getting ready for the game. I think, oh, I haven't got the tickets. And they didn't tell me anything. They, Jonesy was that outside like with the tickets, never told me. 
So I was inside, like, sh- like arguing with Dave, uh, Dave like, telling me, like, where are my tickets? And I, like, you told me you've got the tickets. And then walk out, and they were here, like, with the tickets, just laughing outside. Oh, no, we missed, brilliant. like, the first 10 minutes of the game. Really? They went that far, like they didn't tell me we brilliant. missed the first 10 minutes. First 10 minutes. Oh my God, that's brilliant. Even like Russell Slade like, knew like, before the game on the Friday, uh, on the Saturday, before the game, he went on his team talk and he's like, come on, Frenchie, shut, the, shut, shut up with like, your Tottenham tickets. And, like, he knew everything was happening. Yeah. Uh, just me that didn't know. Wow. Well played, everyone. Yeah, yeah that was a, the, best, like, the best prank I've ever had, I think. And, it, and it's not horrible either. No, no, it was nice. It was like, good yeah, nature. It was just laughing. Play. Johnny Davis also says, you like golf? Yeah. How good are you? Um, I'm playing 18. Of 18. Of 18, honey. Okay. Yeah, I love it, though. Tendency to maybe move your ball forward a bit further than what it should be. That's not worth it. Anything like that happen? No. They call Any falsification of your position? They call me cheating once. <laughs> they call you cheating. Yeah, they? once. Uh, once a cheat, mate. Always. Uh, I was in the forest. Uh, I, I put my my ball in the woods and I'm playing with Lloyd and me and Lloyd are really competitive. Like just me and him, like really. And there was like a few other lads, but me and him, like we always like because we're close, like handicap. And I was in the wood. And I tried to hit it, but I, uh, I, there's so many branches and trees, and I could I missed the ball twice because <laughs> I was like I didn't have like a shot really. And then the third one, I managed to get out the trees. And when I came back, I said, oh, "How many shots did you have?" And I lied, and I've he seen me laughing the shots. <laughs> so since they say like, I'm a cheat, I'm a cheat. Cheat, okay, yeah. brilliant. Um, Dean Cox are, uh, made, makes a comment about wearing shoes and, and no socks. Yeah, I never wear socks. Currently, now. <laughs> a la currently now, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's 2016. <laughs> Although you wouldn't guess it's summer. Um, Howard Gould got in touch with a funny story about when you went to on the community work, which yeah. he praised you on immeasurably, like that you was always yeah. up for going on them and... Um, a girl asked you a question in French yeah. which was quite brave of her yeah. but, no, but, but she, had like, she the... had like family French so she was speaking good French okay and um, basically she she asked me a question but you know like um, slang you know when yep. French yep. slang yeah and she basically she said to me like how many how many girls you shagged a day like sleep a day I was like, what? Did you so think she, that she missaid it or something like that? Did you think? No, because the slang was good. Like, so yeah, it was like, fine. I knew what she meant. Like, she meant like, yeah, a day. And I was like, what a day? And I said, nah, nah, I'm not engaged to that. So, it's not me. Fine. <laughs> and that was at the point where you were standing next to Romain as well. Yeah, Roman, yeah. Yeah. And he had his wedding ring on. Yeah, yeah. Wedding, yeah. yeah. Great story. So, to finish off then, because we've kept you long enough. So, yeah. last question. Or last thing to say, do you have a farewell message for your fans? No, just thank you, really. Just um, keep being like how you've been. Um, I think it's a great club, and whatever happened, I think the clubs, the foundations are like are strong. There's a strong like, like um, just to say, I've been to the um, exposition from the war, you know, when they all yeah. went. Yeah, the exhibition in Wolfenstein, yeah, style. yeah, yeah. 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 And stuff like this just make like the identity of the club, and it's just sums up the club. And you've got great people working in there, and so you just need to carry on. I think I, I love that about England is just people just um, faithful to their club, and they just carry on whatever division they are. They just stay with it, and and 
loyal. Just, yeah, loyal, whatever you could go like to watch Western, but I think people just loyal to their club and it's just a nice family club and whatever happened, I think the fans will stay and whatever the players and whatever the chairman is, whatever the manager is. So just keep yeah. supporting your club. For good and bad, yeah. yeah. Which is fantastic, Matt. No and that's worries. it. That's it. So thank you for, for letting us come <laughs> over to your house. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> Literally, it's the most strangest <laughs> yeah. thing ever. Because uh, usually it's at my house. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, but um, thank you for having us. Oh, it's been great. Talking, and um, we wish yeah, you all the best we'll, with the we'll podcast. Stop it there. Yeah. Of, of, of yeah. Us. yeah, thank you very much. Thank Thanks. you. Cool. <laughs>